paper on today is Thursday, the 12th of November 2020. This is The Gap, episode 542. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here, and it is next gen. It's arrived today, as it of is, this week. We no longer say next gen. That's it. Current gen. We're done with that. It's now the current gen. I'm pretty sure we made this yeah. joke fucking eight years ago. Yeah. I'm 99% <laughs> sure. That's it. We've looped back around. Well, Last week's episode, I think I called the next generation again because I'd already called an episode like eight years ago, the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, and then eight years from now, we can call it the next generation again, again. Again, again. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> eight years from now when we're still doing this podcast. Um <laughs> It's, that's not happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to be alive in eight years. It'll, yeah, no one over where you are, but here. No. We'll be fine. Every, I think I'm 90, no, I'm 100,000% sure I've talked about this before, but every single anime that talks, that has any like post apocalyptic scenario, like Macross and shit, Australia mm. is the only place that ever gets completely left alone. Like nobody ever fucking. Yeah. Everyone always, like, goes in Australia, right? Australia's fine, right? There's too much... It's too far away. Too much yeah. area to nuke, right? Where I am right now, have you done those... Have you been online and gone to those, like, hmm. what would a bomb do? Like a nuke do? Yeah. Yeah, I've been on there, and I would be fucked. <laughs> I would be fucked where I am. Uh, but it wouldn't be instant. Like, that's that's the thing, right? You want it to be the fucking flash... And then, you know, 50 years from now, people are like, oh, this dude was just on, on his way to work. And it's just a shadow mm. of a man fucking holding a fucking briefcase or some shit. You're like, holy fuck, that man was <laughs> and, uh, a PlayStation controller. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just picked it up. Yeah, exactly. But no, where I am, like, it's got, like, you know, it does the circles, yeah. right? You it's, get radiation burn and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. You just, like, painfully die. And you're like, oh, right, that sucks. So, yeah, you got to find that. what you get for not living in the city. Sweet spot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sure. Spend those big bucks. Sure. It's marginally cheaper, but uh, yeah. The existential threat is way higher. Um, Anyway, we're off to a. This is a bleak start. (laughs) It's been a bleak weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, I guess it started off all right. It's gone downhill. Like. It's all over the place. It's like one of those fucking hard yeah. monitors. It's like fucking up and right. down and up and down. Anyway, next generation. Am, Current generation. I went away for the weekend. Oh, yeah? So, I didn't play a lot of games. Um, I've played two games here. One of them I put like 25 hours into. All right. Um, but that seems I, I like was you basically played a lot of games. Yeah, I played a lot of game. Right. <laughs> That's the, Important um, clarification. So we went away for the weekends for like three days and like no internet. The internet that we could get was like, um, you know, you know, when you go to like a hotel and you put on the internet and it sort of doesn't connect, but it does. And it takes maybe like 15 minutes to download an email. Yeah. It was like one of those types of sweet internets. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I was kind of out of it for a little while but i got back got some codes and and jumped straight back into um yeah uh, playing games but you've been playing a bunch of games on next gen what what's um 
any any other thoughts since you've been playing with these things a bit more? Uh I tell you, I tell you what's what's something else, uh, and I didn't touch on it at all in my reviews or in my uh, in my uh, chatter last week. Is that both both next gen consoles have next gen console apps on your phone? Yeah, and the Xbox app fucking pantses the PlayStation app. Holy shit! It is light years better. Um, the PlayStation app is functional once you understand what you're doing. Uh, and there are mm. still some elements to it that I still just don't understand. Like I can, mm-hmm. um, I talked about it a bit in, in my, uh, in my reviews or my versus piece. I can't remember one or the other, but like our experience with some, some elements of game, culture is is different to the um the regular experience because you know we, we acquire games differently like uh i think it might have been in my playstation review i was talking about that <clears throat> idea of you know i get all my games where i fucking code right it's not even like it's, it's just an email shows up in my email uh and and it says click this link to get a code for Blah blah, blah. And yeah. you click the link, and it takes you th- it, like it's like a fucking terms and conditions that nobody reads, but you have to read this because it has all of the embargo details in it. And if you don't read it, you fuck up, like I did last week when I was uh, talking about a game that I shouldn't have been. And but nobody knows because I cut it out. I edited it. I'm that <laughs> good. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me. I think. Uh, that, yeah, that specifically reminds me. If if we successfully cut it out, then I will incriminate myself and say uh, I mentioned last week uh, that there were a bunch of next gen features, next gen uh, graphics features, uh, and I was talking about next gen graphics features in Dirt Five. And I think I had this fucking like panic moment right after the end of the podcast. I believe I said it was in Forza Horizon Four. The features I was talking about were in Dirt 5. The uh, shadowing and all that kind of shit. That was in Dirt 5 at the time. I believe now Forza Horizon 4 has all kinds of particle, ambient occlusion, blah 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 Uh, It looks phenomenal. Uh, It does not have ray tracing. I think only fucking one game. Two game. No, one one. I think one game has ray tracing on the Xbox at the moment. And that would be Watch Dogs Legion. Uh right. it's it looks I mean it looks good. But anyway, the point I'm making is I said Forza Horizon Four. I meant Dirt Five. I couldn't have said it about Dirt Five anyway. Uh and I did not deliberately say Forza to get around the fact that I couldn't say Dirt Five. Um the embargo for Dirt was on Monday. Um, and I mentioned it by mistake and I, you play so many fucking, uh, this, this some fucking, oh my, oh, <laughs> boo-hoo shit. But like you play so many fucking games that some do bleed together, especially extremely pretty racing games. Um, hmm. uh, but yeah, anyway, um, the mobile apps. Yeah. The Xbox app is fucking awesome. Like you can literally connect to it 
connect a PlayStation or con- connect any controller to your fucking phone mm. over Bluetooth, and then um, you can connect your phone to your Xbox and play Xbox games off your Xbox. Um, I tested it just before, and it works. You can, like, I I wouldn't say it's the best way to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but um, it's certainly a way to do it and that's pretty fucking phenomenal uh gaetano um was saying on twitter that um gaetano is another game journo from um where is he now phoenix bazaar um he was saying that you can like it even works over fucking like mobile so that's pretty fucking cool um Hmm. But yeah, I was just testing on my home network. Uh, I am currently downloading Demon Souls and a couple other like bug snacks, just all the fucking PlayStation games that weren't available to get Sackboy until launch day. Like so yeah. many of them, you couldn't like we had the play the console and you just weren't able to play them until yeah. launch day for some reason, which is pretty weird. But uh, anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, the, the mobile, it, it plays really well. Uh, it looks pretty cool. It's, uh, it, like, from it, you can immediately tell your console to download games and stuff like that, and it does it all in the background. The thing I found weird is that the light on the Xbox doesn't come on, um, when you, when you play games on it. So it looks hmm. like it's still in rest mode, but it's definitely working. Like it's hmm. definitely running. Uh, I tested. I like. I didn't test test, but I should get a ping pong ball and put that on it. <laughs> have you seen those photos? <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah, yeah. People will be putting ping pong balls on top of the fan exhaust. Yeah, it's like levitating the <laughs> the ball. <laughs> It would be a good test to see if it is actually working, but like uh, it was quite yeah, hot. It's on. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, it'll next... melt the ping pong ball. Yeah, eventually, definitely, um, and it'll just drip into the, the cooling. Th- those apps. Um, the thing that I really like about them, and again, this could be a uh, very exclusive amount of people that sort of uses it, yeah. but it's it it has those. Um, uh, you can input like redeem keys on them and then also click a button that is like download to my playstation and it'll like fire up your playstation if you've got that um set up on your device yeah and it used to be really handy when we were allowed outside but these days not so much because i'm at home anyway but like i would be out somewhere and um like you said like we got fucking codes coming through all the time a code had come through and i'd jump on the app redeem the code and then go like download to playstation and it'd fire up my playstation at home and start downloading that way when i got back it, it, i wouldn't have to wait a day i'd only have to wait uh, half a day because the playstation the would still be downloaded that's <laughs> <laughs> how i got home <laughs> yeah 100 uh, that that does like that works um the ps5 has like low power mode where um hmm. it's not even like it's downloading at the moment it's not currently on um you, like it's not affecting my network uh because it downloads so fucking slow uh so that's pretty cool you know swings and roundabouts i guess 
Um, but yeah, no, that, so yeah, it's got all that functionality. Uh, it doesn't go much further than that, the PlayStation one, uh, but the Xbox one does. And that's what I, I think I find so impressive. Um, so much better, which is cool. Um, we'll talk about some other stuff around mobile apps a bit later in the news because they announced some shit today. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, I heard that the um you can set up the Xbox through the actual app on the phone or something like that, and it's a lot better than doing it through, uh, I guess, the interface on you on the console. Oh well, I I didn't do, I did it via the phone, and it took fucking seconds. Yeah. I cannot imagine doing it any other way. It is phenomenal. It is the best fucking setup experience I've ever had for any fucking device ever. Outside of a pair of scissors. Actually, even the pair of scissors is a bad example because how the fuck do you get the scissors out of the fucking case yeah. without the you scissors? Need, yeah, you need to buy two pairs of scissors. Exactly. And open one up normally yep. and then cut the other one out with the scissors you've already opened. That's how it works. Perfect. Um, yeah, cool. All right. Any um, Anything else that's sort of... Um, Feature wise, you've you've noticed it's pretty good or not good. Did you like nothing that I've no like? I guess um, I don't know. I just return to the the idea that I have no idea. I don't think either of these consoles should be out at the moment. I just don't think there's enough on them on either to warrant having these consoles launch right now hmm. you know like i said it last week like the idea of that idea of fomo just shouldn't shouldn't be there just yet because there just isn't enough right um, i mean demon souls just we don't know what that's like that's a playstation 5 exclusive um bug snacks just come out you've played spider-man i mean i think at least the playstation has some stuff that's like first party sort of exclusives that are coming out um but that i just don't think that's microsoft gameplay they just want a an ecosystem for you to play games on they, they, they're in well they're all about that game pass they don't care about <laughs> launching with games at the moment no 100 percent. and i i've been talking to people like people have been hitting me up and asking me which console should they get i'm like you mm. realize you realize you don't you're not getting a new console this week right like if you didn't like I, I said this in my uh, versus piece, right? But if if you didn't fucking buy one two months ago, yeah. that ship has fucking sailed, my friend. Like it's over. So start thinking about what console you would want five to six months from now, because that is a real, a more realistic time frame. Like, just yeah. try to frame it in that point from that point of view, and it it's a far more complicated fucking question right yeah i think that's telling from the way they've done these launches as well like the the marketing behind them um we haven't seen obviously it's very hard in the current climate but the you know you'd have these big live streams with uh developers on and talking to the ceo of like sony and and all that sort of stuff showing like what's coming like they don't they don't need to do that because they don't need to sell any consoles at this stage because there's no reason they're all sold out so there's no point chucking this giant big marketing thing on and getting all these people out there because 
they're not going to get anything out of it really i mean yeah. th- there's they can get some things out of it. it's going to hype up um you know a little bit but it's not like they're trying to drive christmas sales up or yeah. holiday sales because they can't shift their units they're they're gone yeah they've sold out they've sold out of like the first two waves yeah exactly um, i think there's stuff trickling in bits and pieces but um you're not gonna be able to go go into a store and find one sitting on the shelf even the ones you can theoretically buy online those are that that's from like people who purchased and no longer want them like credit card was declined or something yeah stuff like that like something's gone wrong this is not fucking these are these are not the sort of you're not talking about the numbers you would require to like yeah okay Certainly, you could camp out Amazon and maybe get in on the third fucking wave, but uh, that will just scrape in before the end of the year. Uh, but mm. I mean, good fucking luck, and there's absolutely no no guarantee uh, that it won't get cancelled like it did with fucking Target and fucking Kmart and Big W or whoever the fuck. Like every like, you see all yeah. that shit. That's fucking cooked, man. That would be so much worse than never getting to buy one in the first place. Thinking you had your fucking Xbox locked in and then getting a fucking email on the day from fucking Kmart or whoever the fuck it was. Target. Target and Big W. Sorry, Kmart. Who's Target? Yeah. Um, yeah. Kmart, you're right. <laughs> you're right, Kmart. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that'd be that'd, that'd fucking suck. That'd be like, mm. I'm never going to Target again. Yeah, because you've you've you're under the impression that you've got something locked in, and at this stage, it's extremely hard to try and uh, try and get another unit. At least if you didn't get it on the day, you can keep an eye out and look for places that might pop up every once in a while. But at this point, it's like, oh, cool. And it wasn't even like a, oh, uh, you know, where we've been delayed on our units. They're going to be another month out or something. It was just like a flat out, we've canceled your order. Yeah. Like, Here's your money back. Bye. <laughs> Here's your money back. It's, um, yeah, man, that sucks. Big time. Also, 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 I'm not a banker. But it's been two months, right? What's the interest? What's the interest on 750 bucks over two months? Yeah. Hey, hey, a hey, lot. hey, least, that's a lot. At least 20 cents. Not like at least two cents. And I want those fucking two cents. Tajay. Okay. I <laughs> think you can fucking run your fucking scams with me your interest pulling scams with me i don't fucking think so okay this brain this yeah. big brain shit knows what you're pulling and it's not going to happen i want my fucking two cents so you better give me back 750 dollars and one cent that's my refund mm. yeah anyway right um is there anything else i don't think so no did you read many of the reviews for the hardware? Yeah. Um, uh, no, not really. Um, I, I'm, like most of the podcasts I've listened to either don't, didn't get one. Like a, a Giant Bomb had theirs. Uh, they had like two. Kind of Funny had, I don't know, I think they got like 18 by the sounds of it. Sure. Um, but I didn't really go into detail like, I read your stuff, but not a lot of other people's things because I'm just like, yeah, I like 
I feel like I've heard enough about it that I don't need to. You you read the best. It. Why bother with the rest? <laughs> I understand exactly. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I read a lot because uh, I don't know. I like reading reviews, and um, you know what surprised me? How positive people have been about the Xbox Series S. And I mm. do not fucking get it, man. I don't get it at all. That that console. Sorry. I, just to just to clear it up, I actually did read a bunch of Xbox Series X and S reviews because I did like a big yeah. uh, thing for the Australian um, community. Yeah, you do. reviewers and and yeah. So no, I I did read those ones. I didn't read the um, PlayStation ones because I wasn't here. I didn't have internet. So yes, correct. And and I. I don't know, man. I felt like the stuff that I read wasn't as positive. Really? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people were saying it's cool hardware, but there's nothing to use on it. Like, the games aren't there. The S? The Series S? Well, I, I, I don't know about you the might S. Be conflating, you might be conflating the X and the S reviews. Because, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, generally anyone who reviewed the S also reviewed the X. And mm-hmm. There was definitely a trend where you'd see a lot of the similar threads. But, like, I found it interesting that people could go from the X to the S and be like, yeah, this is fucking great. Like, what's the price difference on a fucking S versus an X? X I think it was about 200, right? Uh, I think in US, so don't ask me. Right. (laughs) Don't ask me anymore. Um, Yeah, like... Starting at thirty three a month, that's not fucking helpful. Come on. Uh, what do you have to do to find a fucking price on these motherfuckers? The uh, one terabyte X in the US is four ninety nine, and the S five twelve gigabyte is two ninety nine US. Um, so that's uh, two hundred US two fifty cheapo. It's four ninety nine in Australia. Yeah, so about two seventy two fifty. Yeah, if you were convinced that you were never going to go 4K, uh, I guess mm. I could see. I, I guess I could see the S being your best option. Sure, um, but like the the, <laughs> I mean, one thousand percent, absolutely. Before the end of this fucking current generation, wink. Uh, before the end of this current generation. Uh, probably before the end of the next two years, uh, you're going to find it's very difficult to buy a TV that isn't 4K. Uh, that's just... Because that, you're going to be getting an 8K TV. <laughs> well, yeah, they're already trying to fucking push it. Yeah. Um, but like, no, you're like, it's, it's now getting to the point where it's like, it's getting difficult to find, like you can find... A 1080p exclusive TV at fucking mm. 55 inches. Uh, but it's going to be essentially the same fucking price as a 4K TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the the cost of 4K has dramatically reduced. And so, like, you wind up in this situation where you just sort of hamstring yourself uh, for absolutely no reason to save 250 bucks now... When it's, it, it will just wind up costing. Like, there are. For 4K TVs this stage, uh, you can get them cheaper than an Xbox. 
yeah, uh, right. Series S, if you're lucky. Um, yeah, it's nuts. They've dropped a lot. So it just like it's not going to be it. It's not going to be a like top of the line like OLED sixty five inch or anything like that. You're looking at a forty inch. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's that's still big. Um, uh, you know, LED four K TV that's going to be yeah probably cheaper than what you could pick up a, a new console for. Yeah, exactly. You go forward a couple of years, and it's like, how obsolete is that S going to be? Uh, other than the price point, yeah. Like, what, what, what is it? It just doesn't. It, yeah. And the reviews are talking about you know the surprising amount of power for the budget, but it's not hmm. like it reminds me of um, you know the Pixel. I've been looking at fa- phones a fuck ton lately because I'm due for a new phone. Uh, yeah. I got the I got the three XL. Uh, it's got a cracked screen because I dropped it while I was on the toilet, and. Um, so I'm due for a new phone and I've been looking and uh, I'm struggling mightily to find something that fulfills uh, my requirements um, because, you know, what I require is basically a Pixel 3XL for better. And that it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah, the one crack. No, uh, and it doesn't exist. Like, there's, there's no, like... Uh, Pixel 5 XL. They didn't make one for mm. some reason. And the Pixel 5 is too small. Uh, I got friends who work at Google and they've all got fucking Pixel 5s and they show me it and I'm like, this thing looks like, feels tiny. Like I need fucking, I need to half dislocate my thumb to be able to use it one handed. That's that's the dream phone scenario for me. What's going on with this tiny shit? Anyway, I've been looking at the difference between the Pixel 4a and the Pixel 5 and everyone talks about how, you know, the Pixel 4a is fantastic uh, as a budget version of the 4 and the the best budget phone out there, right? But it's not mm-hmm. like you're not going to like you're not going to replace your fucking Xbox Series S in 2 years like you do with your phone. Or you shouldn't <clears throat> well, I mean if you get a Series X, you won't have to replace it. This is the this is the that boot economy theory, you know the the man with enough money can buy a pair of boots that will last him ten years, but it'll cost you know a hundred dollars. Or uh, a man can buy a shitty pair of boots every year and it'll cost eleven dollars each time. And so over the course of ten years, he'll have spent more than the man with lots of money to buy technically something worse. You know, like, but the other guy has stinky shoes because he's been wearing them for ten years. That's a fantastic point that I hadn't thought of. Um, <laughs> now I've lost my train of thought. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, the Luke. point is, you could have a stinky TV. <laughs> you or... could have a stinky TV. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Um, cool. Uh, well, I mean, the uh, the PlayStation 5 is out today. Today. For, for at least you. Correct. Uh, tomorrow for me. Mine has been shipped, according to Amazon. 
Um, so I'm, I'm hoping it arrives in the morning or some stage. That's usually when my mail arrives. Cool. Um, yeah, exciting. Everybody's uh, posting pictures today because uh, it's morning in Australia. What's the time there at the moment? 8, 8.15 a.m. 8.15 a.m. Um, so seeing, seeing people posting pictures of the, picking up their their Xboxes and sorry, dear, their, their PlayStation 5s. Dear listeners, I'm not picking mine up early because we're recording. I would otherwise be at at the EB picking mine up now. i got a, like a fast pass and stuff. Um, mm. But dear listeners, we're recording much earlier than normal uh, because uh, there's the threat. The people upstairs on uh, Monday started hammer drilling into the balcony yeah. and we had to leave the house because it is it was like literally like talking to my wife. I had to yell at her to be all like hey should we fucking go for a walk because this is apparently going on for another fucking hour mm. uh i had to yell it it was like that loud that you could not fucking do anything in this in this place which is fucking cooked like they didn't they didn't warn us or anything i had to go upstairs i had to like fucking it started and i like fucking belt upstairs hammer on the fucking door because they couldn't hear it and they come to the door and they're like oh yeah what's up I'm like, what do you mean, what's up? What do you mean, what's up? And uh, they're like, oh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, is it, is it noisy? I'm like, you've got fucking earmuffs. <laughs> you know it's noisy. Like, what the fuck, man? He's like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, this is uh, strata work. Uh, like the, the building owners. Hmm. I'm like, all right. Well, how long is it going to go for? Like, how much longer does this continue? He's like, oh, yeah, probably another hour, eh? I'm like, like, in the middle of the day, you know, like, everyone's working from home? Like, how how the fuck, how how are you doing this? It's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, It was approved by Strata, though. So, like, cool. Uh, and so, yeah, and then, yeah, uh, yesterday afternoon, knock on the door and he's like, oh, yeah, mate, um, we're going to do more of that drilling tomorrow from 11 <laughs> for about two hours. It's approved by Strata. I'm like, I don't care if it's approved. I just want to fucking know, but cool. So, uh, yeah, I'm like, great. I guess I'll just leave my house for two hours. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, where well, they, the they've been, well, they, they've been jackhammering next door for like two weeks um, or three weeks now, but it sort of stopped this week. Hopefully, nobody noticed it last week and the week before we were recording. So I think RTX cleared the fuck that of that out. Hmm. Um, but anyway, it seems like we're we're jinxed or something. <laughs> the jackhammering. There's no way RTX clears anything, any of this out. Like you can't it did hear the shit. last two weeks for me. You no, I mean, I mean, all. on my end, on my end. All right, like uh. it's like there's a bank vault somewhere in my in my building, in my house, <laughs> in my apartment, yeah. and they're drilling. Thieves into are trying it. to get they're into. They're like, it. yeah, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck! Right. All right. Let's uh, let's move on then. I'll uh, talk about some games. Uh, I'll kick off with Dirt Five quickly. Um, which I talked about last week. They um, they put a patch out for this game 
a couple of hours after we finished recording last week, um, uh, there was there was two things I was complaining about. One, the big one was that the the frame rate in the game was um, <clears throat> something was going on with it. It was, was kind of like very stuttery, um, even though it was saying it was running at like a high frame rate, like over seventy or eighty. It didn't feel like it was running at, at that, and it, it just felt a bit um, a bit framey. Uh, and so I, I thought something was going on there, and it looked like a, a couple of the people were having the same sort of complaints, even though they had really good PCs and they were getting uh, good frame rate, um, you know, display on their counter, whatever program they're using. Yeah. And um, the other thing I said uh, it needed was a, a VSync toggle on PC. Um, and I wasn't sure if that was like the thing that was causing the issues um, for people with high frame rate monitors. But anyway, um, patch ended up dropping like right after we recorded. Um, I downloaded it, jumped in because two of the things on the patch notes were they fixed the performance issues on PC. Um, this I think they actually called it like gameplay stuttering. And... Um, the other thing they did was they added the V-Sync toggle on there. So I, I fired it up, jumped in, and yeah, it's, it's perfect now. Runs silky smooth. Um, no no gameplay stuttering at all. It, it's it's running at you know, a really solid frame rate. It feels good, which is kind of what you want from a, a racing, a dirt racing game like that. Um, and, and then on top of that, I put a couple more hours into the actual game. Um, I think last time I'd only played about three three races, something like that not a whole lot um i've had fun with it it's uh you know it's it's not a really deep game there's there's no like customization of the cars and um in terms of like going in and changing engine parts and things like that you can customize the look of it um by putting decals and different paint jobs and that sort of stuff on your cars but there's no like engine upgrades or changing the exhaust or anything you know changing the wheels that that sort of stuff uh it's pretty much just like hey you buy a, a a type of vehicle and you jump in and that's what you've got you, you know it's got like a rating on each car that is um performance and handling and it's like an s rank so s is the top rank and then it goes a b c d uh, and so you kind of compare it that way uh, you've got like a horsepower um number and torque and uh the uh like the drive chain on it it'll be like four wheel drive or rear wheel drive that sort of thing um, so it's not like a super deep um simulated game it's like i said last week it's a bit more arcadey feel to it um you've got like fireworks going off in the background and uh lots of bright colored smoke and purple smokes and that sort of thing and uh and the actual uh, event types that I wasn't sure about because um, last week I said I think there's like all I've done so far is races and um, that primarily seems to be the main gist of each of the events in the game as you go through uh, you, you've got like a, um, a system where where you're picking either from one race event or another and then once you finish that it kind of branches off into another tree and it's like all right you can now go and do these two races here 
Uh, and occasionally it'll sort of like start off with two races and the next one will be like three and then there's four here you can pick from and then it starts to go back down to like three, two, and then one. Uh, so as you progress, you don't necessarily have to do every single race. It just kind of, once you check one off, it lets you move to the next, uh, to the next sort of uh, level that you can go to. And uh, yeah, for the most part, they're just normal races, racing against other cars, going from point A to point B. Occasionally, there'll be like uh, like a, a race where you get from um, one end of the tr- track of the other and it's like 100% complete. It's just one lap, yep. really long race, but otherwise it's like doing laps for the most part. Um, there are like Jim Connor events sprinkled through. I've done like three of those. And, and Jim Connor is the uh, like doing tricks in your cars um they really focused on on jim connor in one of the games i can't remember which one it was but Three, that was like the thing that they really hammered into yeah um, it's yeah it's not it's not in here a lot they kind of just give you little courses that you can do um there's there's drifting areas knocking over barricades will get your points um doing um uh like certain tasks like jumps and that sort of thing will give you give you points and it's it's pretty easy to finish those sort of races is not really a whole lot to it um yeah like i'm having fun with it it's not like it's not blowing me away in terms of you know the the things that it's got in there it's not like a a um like a forza or a uh, uh gran turismo or anything like that in terms of how deep a lot of these gameplay mechanics are or like what you can do with it it's just a pretty simple racing rally game uh, but i'm still i still still have fun with it feels really cool uh the can the 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 handling of most of the cars feel pretty rad um the ones that i don't like are and i don't know the name of the cars but they um they kind of just go fucking left and that's it and they're in like an oval um and they've got these weird like wings on them where one is pointing up and the other one is pointing down I can't remember the actual specific name of those cars, but um, it's like a NASCAR like loop where you could, where it's like you do like six laps and you just go around and you can only turn fucking left and that's it. I don't like those races; they're just kind of <laughs> sort of boring. <laughs> they're not interesting at all. Um, but the rest of them, I'm having fun with. Uh, yeah, it's it seems like a, a decent game. Um, but like I said last week, I can't really compare it to some of the other dirt rally dirt five games uh, sorry dirt games because i don't really have that experience i kind of just dive in every once in a while and see what what's happening on those games and whether or not i'm fun with them and yeah i mean i've enjoyed it seems 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 solid would you would you say that um not not all races are created equal that is the worst thing, the worst joke I've ever ever made on this podcast. What an awful, awful, yeah. awful, 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 awful. Um, the thing I was saying Sorry. last week that I wasn't supposed to say. Uh, hmm. Not I out. not a racism joke. Um, was yeah, like basically about the the nature of the the races, like they are the hmm. the, the the lack of variety. Um, but yeah. I haven't played anywhere near as much as you. But even then it's i mean you were saying it right like it was trending in that direction even from the fucking get-go yeah um you know there'll be a race in there and it's like this one's ice ice uh 
racing and this one's a dirt racing and then this one here is that same track you did before but now it's in reverse or it's in nighttime um and that or now it's raining and it's a bit more slippery like there's uh, like a dynamic weather system that's in there and um you're going to all these different racing locations but for the most part it's just like racing in different vehicle types um and buying different cars it's not i haven't had a lot of challenge in there i've been blitzing most races that i've gone in and played um but yeah like i said i'm just having it i'm having fun with it it's you know i i, I don't know if the hardcore racing community is all about it um yeah but yeah for me to jump in and play like six hours of it i'm like yeah i'm having fun i'm having fun with this it's all right might be, might um, be but it, it, it's not it's it's no no forza like forza sorry forza horizon and, and that sort of stuff is really uh, taken over the um uh the racing genre i feel like uh yeah um like i i i am i've been banging that drum for ages you know like we've reached a point now where you've either got to go full fucking hyper fucking real like the shit heath plays set of courser and i racing and whatnot you've got to go fucking yeah. 100% simulation or you've got to use your simulated physics to create something like if if you're doing anything else you're not like who who are you satisfying at that point who's your fucking audience all right like if mm. you're making a dirt game if you, you're making dirt five that is ostensibly a rally simulation but you're not properly simulating rally if you're just still doing arcade race style stuff then yep. yeah like the the rally sim people who are buying dirt five for a rally sim they're not going to be happy and the arcade races they're not going to be happy like hmm. you gotta you gotta fucking work that shit out and forza has perfectly forza horizon has perfectly fucking balanced that like found that fucking balance point which is i think critical you know? yeah yeah uh, yeah it's, it's the hotness um but yeah it's uh yeah forza's fucking i've played because it's got its update i think i was saying this last week right uh it was very hard to tell which games had actually been updated to x uh, and which ones had had just had like they had a splash screen and they had a splash screen on the store that was there uh to tell people which games would be updated but they didn't get their update i think i saw it like baz maybe baz and you know, discord uh was asking about this let me just check somebody asked uh mm-hmm. um I don't know. I was talking about it on, on we've had a lot of chatter. Um on the on the on the Discord. And uh yeah. It was it was one of those things that would only, only happens to you know, again, our dumb own only us experience. Um that yeah, isn't isn't really supposed to I think it's one of those things that you're not supposed to talk about on podcasts. You're supposed to sort of like hide it. It's like it's like the Magician's Alliance type shit. Like, we're not supposed to be talking about this shit. Uh, this is all, like, behind-the-curtain stuff. We're, um, we're like the Penn and Tellers. We are the Penn and Tellers. Exactly. Um, 
<laughs> I never shut the fuck up, and you don't talk enough. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely one of those things that yeah, you're just not supposed to talk about. But yeah, basically, you know, tell us the brains of the the magic, right? I know, I know all about, mate. Mate, mate, I've watched every episode of Penn and Tell at Fullest. I love that show. Holy fuck. That show is oh, the yeah, fucking I watch best. It as well. It's it's fucking yeah. amazing. I, I get so fucking like hyped up when anyone ever anyone fools them. Like I'm like, oh yeah. I'm so excited, that's so cool. Um but yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um yeah, so the tiles on the Xbox store were updated to show upgraded for Series S slash X or X slash S or whatever the fuck it says, but they hadn't actually been upgraded yet. Uh, it was there because the same marketplace is used across the Xbox One and and the Series um, consoles, and yeah, so you couldn't fucking you couldn't fucking tell the difference. Uh, they had mm. to email us and tell us which games had been updated or not, which yeah. um, was not an ideal situation. But, I mean, fucking still had a free fucking Xbox, so why don't they, they, they need like a, like, um, like a, I don't know, optimized for Series X or something like that. Optimized for Yeah, that's what whatever. they got. That's what they got. Oh. But oh, what, right. I'm sa- what I'm saying is it displayed it because the marketplace mm. was across both consoles and theoretically nobody had a Series XS yet. So it right. said it was but optimized it and it yeah. would be optimized when it launched, but it hadn't actually been optimized just yet. And yeah. sure enough, like the day before the launch, everything got optimized and you could actually fucking... <laughs> yeah. Actually, some, it's like, like inside baseball shit. Like when we get review code and they're like, "Hey, here's all the stuff we're working on fixing," yeah. and it hopefully will be on the day one patch, uh, and, and there might be a patch before them, but we'll see. And you you kind of like, all right, well, fuck, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Do not do not go to such and such area. That area will be fixed in the day one patch, and then you like you play through in the review, and you're like, okay, it said not to go here, but I don't really have a fucking choice. You go there, yeah, and it's like the fucking uh, swamp uh, area in, in Dark Souls or some shit. Like, drops to fucking fifteen frames. And they're like, "Well, it's gonna be fixed when day one patch comes out." And then you're like, "Yeah, well, we'll fucking see, okay?" Because I've heard that fucking song before, my friends. And then the day yeah, one patch they actually comes did fix it. And they did fix it. And you're like, "Okay, fair they enough. did fix it. Fine." <laughs> Dark Souls did, yes. Uh, Dark Souls eventually. Uh, no, the, that fuck. Um, I'm thinking about where you fight the fucking Spider Queen. You know where it's like all those fucking scaffolds. Mm. I can't remember the fucking location. Anyway, that place is fucked. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, very inside baseball shit. Doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, uh, Forza got updated. It is fucking gorgeous uh runs really nice how's it run is it like 120 uh i don't have a i don't have hdmi 2.1 on anything and that's the only way to get 120 frames out of a hdmi port yeah you need like a dvi uh port to get like on my monitor um Mm. so the monitor only has fucking hdmi 2 um so i can get uh 1440p 60 
on the monitor um, and I can get 4K60 on my TV because uh, it has HDMI 2 as well. Um, so yeah, I've gotten 4K60 out of it and that's the best I can do. <laughs> what yeah. else can you do? Um, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Cool. Cool. Um, all right, let's move on from Dirt 5 because I don't really have a whole lot to to mention about that um yep. yeah I, I, i've had fun with it. it it's you know cool racing game so if you if dirt is sort of like up your alley um rally games and check it out up your rally uh, i've enjoyed it it seems to be doing pretty good in terms of reviews and um uh like the i guess community yeah. seems to be sort of on the fence about it um so i, I guess like go read some of those reviews and see what they've kind of got to say about it because yeah racing games and media is a very tricky slope because it's just so those games are so hard to review because everybody oh. you've got your like you were talking about you've got your really hardcore um people like heath who want one thing yep. and other people that want the casual side something a bit different and so when you start getting into that with media and people being like oh yeah it's a fun game like like me where i'm like oh yeah i'm enjoying it but then you go and look at what the community is saying who's played these types of games for a really long time and they're invested in it uh and they're like hey they removed all these features that were you know in the last one and this doesn't work the way it was supposed to and all this stuff and that yeah so the games like that i feel like you go to your um your community to sort of find out what they're playing and what they think of it yeah yeah, don't listen to people like me unless you're a casual. Unless person. unless you're going in with the same attitude, yeah, right. Like if yeah. you're going in with like I want a cool I want a cool racing game that does some rally shit. Uh, hmm. I'm I'm I've moved to a different country and I miss my WRX or some shit. Like then, <laughs> yeah, this is the perfect opinion exactly. for you. I've been driving the WRX. <laughs> it's like one of the first first cars. Of course I've you have, you fucking dork. um all right let's move let's move on before they start jackhammering uh let's talk about among us you've been playing a bunch of that uh we play we played a bunch of games earlier Uh, i believe nate is um is reviewing it for uh k-zone which is a kids magazine here in australia uh (laughs) and yeah uh nate's last review then i feel like Uh, well, apparently, you know, it's extremely popular, uh, among, uh, K-Zone readers and they've been crying out for, you know, more content on it. And so they have capitulated, uh, and What do they call him? Do they call him like Nate Daddy? What's I, his, I what's his think, name? I don't think he gets a name. I don't think he gets a byline in K-Zone. <laughs> I think he's just the game. That sucks, guy. man. Um, I think it's... He should demand one. It should be Nathan... Nate Daddy Lawrence Scrub Daddy. Or Scrub Daddy. Scrub Daddy. Um, <laughs> Baby Daddy? No, that's weird. Um, people that don't know, K-Zone is a kid's magazine. Yeah. In Australia. Uh, yeah, you see it at like, I don't know if you still see it at like Coles or Big W when you, do they still do, ma- yeah, yeah, they still do magazines at those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's mostly just for Karens, right? Like the new idea and shit. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, so he, he was... Well, he was less reviewing it and more seeing if it was suitable for the audience. Uh, and I have no idea where he landed on that. We didn't really talk about it. But we did play a couple of games. We had a bunch of people uh, in Discord all playing at the same time. Uh, and uh, yeah, I still enjoy that game. Um, it is, you know, it's 
it's a mafia style mm. someone is the imposter uh, find out who they are before everyone dies and it devolves into a fuck ton of yelling and uh, mm. like Grey Squirrel we're playing with him the last time we played a couple of weeks ago he was the imposter like four times in a row and this time anytime there was any question about whether or not he's like if it if it came down to two people right it was like oh there's squirrel or there's me and either of us could be the hostage and i know for a fact that i'm the fucking hostage but everyone would fucking vote squirrel out anyway just to make sure just because you couldn't fucking trust him because he said so many times now no i'm not the imposter guys uh uh that you're like it just doesn't sound real anymore like it just he just I was the imposter fucking once. We played like fucking 15 games or some shit. I was the imposter once. Mm. Squirrel was the imposter fucking three times. I don't understand. Like, how does that... For fuck's sake. I never get to be the fucking imposter. Uh, and when I was the imposter, I, I think I got found out fucking instantly. Because I... Oh, yeah. Because I... Uh, they've, like, they've changed all the settings and stuff. Like, there's, there's new settings in the game. They've updated it. Uh, but... <laughs> They've right. changed it so that your view area is much smaller. And I was like trying to work out how to jump in the vent after I'd murdered someone. And I uh, was clicking on the vent and it didn't work. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I got to press the vent button. And then I like took my eyes away to find the vent button and moused over to the vent button and then looked back at the screen and pressed vents just as like Kleb walked on the screen. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm fucked. Oh, boy, I'm fucked. And um, they voted me out because I was sitting there listening to fucking Heath and Drew argue about some shit. Right? Like, they're like, Heath and Drew are like full-blown going like, oh, no, it wasn't me. I think it was Heath. I'm pretty sure it was Heath. And then Heath's like, no, it was 100% Drew. Why would Drew accuse me? And then there was like 10 seconds left on the clock. And they're like, well, I'm voting Joe. But I'm like, hang on, what the fuck? And they're like, well, you were too quiet. I'm like, are you two were arguing the whole time. I didn't want to fucking talk over you. What the fuck am I supposed to? Don't vote me out. We're going to get fucking, we're going to lose. And then they voted me out and I was gone. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened here? This was a fucking yeah. sure thing. I had these cunts fucking lock stock. I was going to go kill Kleb and then they wouldn't be able to do anything. Like, they would have been fucked. Um, but no. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fucking bananas. It was pretty upsetting because that was my one fucking game, and I got to kill one person, and that was it. Um, but yeah, otherwise, apart from that, Heath might be the worst Among Us player, fucking ever. Like ever, I have never seen someone so amazingly inept. Mm. And then when he was the imposter. The ineptitude continued, and it seemed to work 100% in his favor. So either he is a psychopath of terrifying capacity who is 100% able to, like, uh, assume the role of fucking Dewey in scam, Scary Movie or whatever the fuck, uh, and just, like, verbal kint that shit into us, us into a fucking false sense of security, or... He just Mr. Magoo'd his way through the fucking entire, every single game where he's an imposter and came down. I think he won one of them. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Because he is useless. He is utterly useless. 
And you can't, like, it's it's impossible to interrogate him. Because you'll be like, all right, Heath, well, how come you didn't come help? Like, how come the lights went out and you didn't come help fix them? And he's like, I did come fix them. I was, I was somewhere. I was, where was I? I was, like, um, next to, you know, that um, brown basket. And you're like, what the fuck? Brown basket? That's not a lot. Where were you? Name a fucking location. Give us something to... I don't know the locations. I was up. Up. We start up. Were you in the starting area? No, no, no. I wasn't. I was like... like, I mean, like... Right of up. I was in like the oxygen. Oxygen is left. Left and down. Where the fuck were you? I don't know. And then you're like, well, I'm voting heat. He's like, it wasn't me. Huh? And you vote him out, and it wasn't him. And you're like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Is he playing with his racing wheel? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Anyway. What, uh, what, um, what, like, what are they doing in that game now? Uh, I feel like I haven't heard a lot of it in terms of, um, obviously it's still popular, but the, like, are they patching it or anything like that? Or Yeah, they're clearly. much going on? They're doing patches and stuff. I think they're adding a new area or some shit. Um, new new serve options and stuff, yeah. Um, but I think it's a bit slow going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. I think it's like a two-man team or something. Club was saying it's two people working on it. So right. uh, It's still pretty janky. We're still going to get you into a game. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you guys are generally up a uh, bit too late for me. I know. <laughs> like it's like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and you can't do the, the yelling. Game you can the yelling's the fun part. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's a weekend game. I feel like for me. All right. Like we'll make early it morning for you guys. Um. All right. Cool. That's uh. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely keen to, to jump in and check it out. Like I've not really watched a lot of it. I've seen bits of it. I just. I don't really know how it works. So, um. yeah, it's it's definitely easier to understand once you play it. Uh, I heartily recommend not going down the YouTube rabbit hole with it because everyone plays it at this like ultra high level that I find to be just like dull. It's much more fun a game when everyone's on the same vague level. Um, uh, yeah. Clearly, Kleb was on a different level. To the rest of us, but he appears to be pretty good at pretending he's not. Uh, although, at the same time, there's still stuff he can't unsee. Um, yeah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. All right, fair enough. Um, let's keep moving along here. There's a, there's a bunch on yep. the list still to talk about. Should we go with NBA 2K21? Yeah, I don't have heaps to say about this. I started on the Xbox Series X just to uh check out if you had to pay 25,000 VC to uh to hire a basketball to play on one of the basketball courts and uh I This is in the my city in the my city, city which is the new my neighborhood yeah um yeah. B- before you're even allowed out into the city it would appear that you are locked in a smaller area <laughs> um where you have to earn enough rep to get out in of quarantine yeah basically <laughs> um where you have to earn enough rep to get out of uh this like tiny area so um 
I guess that might alleviate some of the issue I was having with 2K21 on the on the current gen console, where I felt that if you hadn't started day dot, you were stuck in a situation where you just didn't have, like your character didn't have the rep it required. Hmm. You know, like nobody would, everyone would just leave pickup games because your character didn't have any rep and you couldn't get yeah. your rep up because you couldn't fucking play any pickup games. Um, it seems like that would alleviate that issue in particular, which is, I think, probably a good idea, but at the same time, mm-hmm. completely locking people in seems a bit weird. That said, I couldn't find any anywhere where you needed to spend 25,000 VC. 25, VC. Um, and I didn't want to play too much on is, this. Is in the, was it in the Gatorade port or something like that, I feel like? Above the gym? Above the gym... I think the, the gym is now like multiple levels and I oh, think okay. I think it was the Gatorade gym is like where you rent courts and that is where you, I don't know like I'm speculating but I did see that post yeah. of being like you need to spend 25,000 VC to to buy a basketball and then on top of that you need to rent a court but you need the basketball to rent a court um, right and I believe that's at the Gatorade gym right which I don't know why you would want to rent a court I, I don't understand court. it either yeah um and i didn't see like yeah i didn't find that uh but i got i've got it coming down on ps5 today as well uh cool is there cross save i didn't see i hope there is i want to hope so like i don't want to fucking start my fucking character again yeah right? and especially a game where you've spent all this money on right job uh, yeah sure i mean like vc you, yeah which is technically money um yes oh uh, yeah i want to hope that it brings it across uh, uh cross play cross clarification my player progress will not transfer between generations that is fucking bananas really you're kidding do you get your fucking vc back at least <laughs> i doubt it Oh, that's insane. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Fuck this game then. Honestly, if that if that's for, if, I'm gonna have to fuck test it. But my initial reaction to that news is fuck this game. If that's, that's if that's true, you, you have to already have to spend extra the fucking one hundred and sixty dollar fucking Kobe edition to get the version that plays across both. Uh, systems and then you also that that it can't be true right hmm. that's fucking bananas man that is fucking cooked um yeah uh i will check i will i'll report back next week um yeah. and, and and let you know if that's the case uh but i really hope it isn't that might be it for me with the 2K, the NBA 2K series. If that's true, I, I just I don't think I could fucking. I don't think I could support that absolute fucking horseshit. Um, so wait, sorry, just to clarify, because I'm reading a post here on um, Polygon, and it, they're saying that the uh, my team is uh, will come across the currency and progression comes across next gen consoles so you you think 
that that would be right for my player as well. Um, okay. th like this post is specifically about my team. It's, it's yeah. saying it will go across. I'm on their blog now. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't on know. that FAQ, right? It only says yeah. my team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like it's. It, hmm. Hmm. I'm wondering if that is because like my my player is is it, I mean this 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 version of NBA 2K21 is like basically a brand new game. Like they're not the same game. Yeah. Um, and so the the progression in terms of um like your character like moving your character from 2k21 on the playstation 4 to the playstation 5 it's they can't be the same because you've got different uh badges and skills and the way the the leveling system works is completely different that's fair enough i feel like okay if that's um something that they can't do because it's like basically a different game that's fine but at least let the progression currency come across. FAQ. Will anything in my my career or my player transfer over? No. Your, my play inventory and progress will not transfer as the experience will be different from NBA 2K21 on next-gen consoles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they, they need to give the, you your money back. They have to refund the money. Otherwise, that's fucked. Hmm. Yeah. Like if they if they were able to convert the the VC back and give it back to you, yep. so you can spend it in your my player to get you back to where you were. Um, but if they're just taking it away, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me from from coming from them either. So. Um. Anyway, and when purchasing the current gen NBA Two K Twenty One Mamba Forever Edition. You will receive 100,000 VC once you launch the game. When you receive and launch your next-gen copy of NBA 2K21, you'll get an additional 100,000 VC. That still doesn't put me to where I was. Uh, right. Well, I mean, it wouldn't. I didn't. I didn't buy any extra VC. Uh, yeah. But yeah, other people did. Um, yeah. That's and if you bought the. I mean, okay, so at least you get the fucking hundred k, but yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have any. But I'm I'm not, I'm not getting the yeah. the games that I've played now. I, like I've gone through the the college basketball and I've done all the draft and I've I've gotten to the Lakers or was it Lakers? Yeah, I think it's Lakers. Yeah. Um, like I've gotten to a team that I want to play with, and you know, I've I've played like <laughs> a decent amount of games and I've learned VC and done all this stuff and. For me not to get that progress back at least is uh yeah, it's a bit a bit crap. Yeah. Um because I'm I'm not gonna be at the same spot that I was when I left the game. They do appear to be saying that it is a different the experience will be different for NBA two K twenty one on next gen yeah. consoles. It it so. absolutely is. I've 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 watched the videos and it's like everything's completely different like i said it looks like a brand new game oh 100 um, like i mean what i played of it i i just sort of skipped through uh everything until like, i don't i mean the the opening cutscenes and like that's the same um mm. but i just sort of skipped through so i could get to the city so i could see what was going on out there um with yeah. twenty five thousand dollar rental um which i obviously failed to do uh but uh um yeah like i don't know it just did you put your my my player character in 
Did you scan your face? No, the fucking the app wasn't working. The app. Oh. I mean, it's been the worst app of all time for the last like three years in a row, and this year is no different. But it's not like mm. the next gen consoles have suddenly made the app any good. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, it's still pretty. Right. It's still pretty crap. But I'll report back next week when I know more. Yeah, hopefully sure. I'll get some time to play it. Um, busy, yeah. but I want to at least fire it up, check it out. Yep. Um, okay, moving on. Rainbow Six Siege. Rainbow Six Siege Operation Neon Dawn uh, is the next is year 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 five season four. Um, year five season four the uh, the last one of year five and uh, checked it out uh, in a extremely sweaty uh, play session with a bunch of other game journos. Uh, this was some hyper sweaty shit. Uh, anyway, new new character, Aruni. Um, she's from Thailand. Uh, she's a double amputee. Um, it's pretty cool. She's got like this really, uh, like just a really cool like aesthetic. Uh, but mm-hmm. the it, like carry the transfers over. She can like punch holes in walls about the size of a, a small shotgun fucking blast. And it punch. Is, punch because she's got a prosthetic robot arm and she just fucking slams these holes in walls so it's like an ability it's not a melee button it is it is on the melee button it's just bigger than the regular melee and it's fucking huge man and it is fucking terrifying like because like normally if someone was like on one wall punching fucking holes you'd be like you fucking idiot but when she does it it's like a bang and you're like fuck you turn around and there's a giant hole in the fucking wall you're like shit you fucking hit the deck uh and then you start spraying into the wall but like when it was happening to me so we're playing on the new map um the redone skyscraper playing on that and uh i planted uh we were on attack i planted and I'm covering the only entrance and then i hear this fucking smash behind me i turn around and there's like a fucking quarter of a fucking sledge hole gone from this wall i'm like fuck and i like slam myself up into a wall and then like there's another fucking smash directly above me and i'm like because i'm crouched like fucking looking up and i'm like i'm gonna have to deal with this fucking issue at some point right like it's gonna have to be fucking dealt with uh, I gotta fucking like make a choice. I gotta decide what I do here, and then, uh, but I'm still trying to watch this fucking door. It's the only, it's ostensibly the only way in. And then she like smashes another one, so I whip, I whip around and I just fucking spray into the wall. And that is exactly when the rest of the defenders came through the fucking door. It was like they fucking. Mm. They timed it or something. I don't know. It was fucking whack, but uh, they blapped me pretty easily. I did not. I did not play well. Uh, I wasn't hitting a lot of shots. I don't know what it was. Um, too much Destiny or too much Warzone or something. But the shooting model just felt I was bad at it. Anyway, um, nevertheless, it was cool. It was good fun. Uh, she puts up a. She, she has this thing called the Surya Gate, which is a uh, laser grid 
that can destroy uh, any uh, projectile thrown through it. Hmm. Um, and so you throw like a flash or like an ash grenade or Carly's fucking explodey thing or uh, drones or fucking like loads of shit. Um, like Doc's fucking healer thing. Impact grenades, spokes, or like everything from both sides. It just destroys, <clears throat> uh, which is a pretty pretty big deal. Um, Does the EMP kill it? Yeah, unless you throw it through it, in which case it destroys right. the EMP. Um, and it doesn't kill it, it just zaps it. So Turns it's it off. actually roughly the same. Like, it's a bit of a waste of an EMP, except for the fact that you can also, you know... Uh, in my in my game, they had an ADS, a Jaeger ADS, next to the Suya Gate, because the idea mm-hmm. is once it zaps one thing, it goes on a cooldown for thirty seconds, and then a defender needs to shoot it to put it back up again, uh, to put the laser back up again. Um, so you put that up, and if if they like double double breach, then the ADS will get the second one, right? But I rolled my fucking uh, Thatcher EMP. Uh, below it and it took out both of them um, which was top notch stuff a uh, bit of a waste of the old ADS the ADS is a bit different now uh, obviously also only zaps as well everything like that the ZMPs only zap everything now they don't destroy um, that was a change a little while ago um, but uh, yeah the other thing it does is it, it does 40 damage if a operator runs through it it's auto turns mm-hmm. off for defenders uh but it does 40 damage if a an attacker runs through it which is pretty pretty big deal um something you have to think about uh i was in a situation where i was the last one alive and the only way into the bomb site was there was suya gates on both of them and uh i didn't have any fucking throwables left i had the fucking breach uh mm. the new deploy breach i didn't bring grenades or anything and uh i had 25 health and so i couldn't go into the fucking site uh because mm. i would die and i'm like ah oh, fuck it i'll just go into the site and as i was running into the site uh one of the other people who was playing like fucking leapt over the fucking ledge and like fucking beamed me um and stop me before I could get through the fucking laser, which was extremely upsetting because I thought it would have been pretty cool to see someone die to the laser. But we were we were in full sweat mode, so no such luck. Um, what else? Uh, got a bunch of fucking things. Jaeger's ADS now goes on a 10-second cooldown, so it can't fucking... Uh, zap everything all the fucking time, which is a big difference. Ivana, she now chooses how many pellets she wants to do, like two, four, or six, which mm-hmm. is a pretty fucking big deal. She can just do two, like two pellets, and it, uh, instead of like, so you can actually use that to uh, like fuck up the uh, Aruni gate, the Suya gate. Uh, just shoot out two pellets through the gate, and then it's off it's like useless for 30 seconds and they have to shoot it back on. So that actually, that's actually pretty good. Um, it's a huge buff for her. Really? She still has 18 total pellets. Okay. Yeah, cool. 
Yeah, so you so just rather get, than just how having like three shots or whatever, it's now exactly. like individual pellets. Technically, have nine shots. Yeah. All right, that's cool. It is. Uh, Echo got fucking nerfed into the dirt. He's basically done. Like he's back. There's no point. He's over. Yeah. His drone because his now, drone is invisible now. Uh, it's it's used to be invisible. Now it's not if it's in a certain spot, right? It just doesn't go invisible on the roof anymore. Oh. Like, once it's on the roof, it's no longer invisible. So it's invisible on the ground, but who fucking cares? What's, like, what does it fucking matter? Um, Yeah, that's completely useless. It's too big a nerf, in my opinion. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think they went way too far. He's he's useless. Uh, Got to play as the new Tachanka. He's got a incendiary grenade launcher now instead of uh, the mounted machine gun. He now carries around the DP-27. Uh, as his primary weapon, uh, it is useless. I fucking, I did not, I, there's fucking, you'd be crazy to take it. You'd be crazy to take that weapon. Uh, it fires so fucking slow. Uh, his other weapon is the, is Kapkan's SMG, the, whatever the fuck it's called, the, the Russian one. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Ah, oh, Aruni's guns. She's got the fucking P10 Roni, Mozzie's gun. Mm-hmm which is fucking awesome. It's like my second favorite gun. Uh, and she's got the fucking Mark 14 EBR, which is um, Dockerby's. Like, DMR? Yeah. I, I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think a fucking... I don't, I don't... I don't know. I'm sure some sweaty cunts will love the fucking DMR and on a Defender, but the, I mean, the P10 Roni's fucking bananas. I love that gun. Um... Only the only one that's better than it is like Legion's Legion's gun, whatever the fuck that's called, the T five SMG or whatever it is. That I like that. Um anyway. Uh what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What about that? Um yeah, skyscraper. I don't fully agree with the changes they made, to be honest. They've what they've done is they've reduced a lot of the the um the windows to the outside. Mm-hmm. And they've uh removed two of the balconies to like to reduce the opportunities for runouts from defenders uh, sure. and yeah. and peaks and I like the idea of reducing the peaks but the removal of the balconies makes it so much fucking harder for attackers uh, to get in because I like there's no question in my mind that it is easier to attack from a balcony than it is from a fucking hanging off a fucking rope the amount of angles and stuff you can get on a on a balcony are significantly higher than hanging from a fucking rope, in my opinion. You're more mobile. You've got more opportunities to, like, peak and stuff. Uh, hanging from rope is just basically your pinata. Uh, I fucking... I hate repelling. Um, hmm. I always get fucking flats when I'm trying to 50-50 shoot repelling. I never win my 50-50s from a rope. Um... So I firmly believe that, but it was semi-reflected in the uh, in our games, in the sense that uh, I did some fucking maths, some quick maths, and uh, defenders won eighty percent of their games. Uh, we even in the last round we went to fucking match point because we lost every single round on attack, and we wound up winning <laughs> uh, from defense. Uh, hmm. So like. Because uh, we got lucky and we got defenses our overtime. Um, 
I think that's pretty telling. Uh, but that said, learning a new map is always a bit defender lopsided. I've never seen it be this lopsided though. You know, this is a rework of a map everyone knows. It's not like it's a brand new map. It's not like we just don't know the map at all. This is like, it's supposed to be a map we vaguely know and yet is dramatically defender lopsided. Like repeatedly yeah. on attack, uh, we would constantly like just there's one person left a single person is left and they have to somehow they have to ace or they will like it's over um yeah yeah it's it feels very lopsided i'm not crazy about it at the moment but i have to wait and see how it shakes out i might i might just be yeah it might just be that i don't know how to do it yet type thing Anyway, um, there's like, yeah, I do like the, oh yeah, the runout timer has been reduced to one second, which is awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking finally. Uh, so that's pretty good. Um, and I don't know if there's anything else. Um, nah, not really. No. No. Cool. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, when I have like I, I can see myself getting back into it when I've got more time to play games again, uh, because I love, you know, I love the cadence of a game of Rainbow Six Siege. You know, it is uh, there's like they've got a really good pace to it. You know, there's that high amount of tension that sort of uh, dissolves really quickly. They do a really good job with that shit. But yeah. Dude, um, do you feel like this whole one operator um, is the way they're going to be going forward? Oh, because what I mean by one operator is they've uh, they usually do like um, each season is split up into like sorry each year is split up into like four seasons and they've in the past they've done like uh, two new operators and then gameplay changes and then uh, map rework and then the next season will be two new operators and that that's sort of how they've been going and it's just been those these last two seasons where they've been like one new operator um, do you think that's what they're going to keep doing going forward uh, yeah 100% that, that is I think the, the way that they go from here on out um, I I mean this a cynic would say that it's just a better use of their time, like, you know, better, more efficient use of their time. But uh, I think it's actually probably uh, winds up being a little bit, like, of, like easier to balance and stuff. Like, you wind up in these situations where each new season isn't a giant fucking hand grenade in the middle of how the fuck you're supposed to play anything. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. I haven't, I haven't played that for a long time now. It's it's been a, it's been a while. I don't think I even have a season pass for this year. I can't even remember. So I have to go and buy everything. Um, all right. Anything else to add for that one? Or pretty no. Done. All right. Let's keep going here. We've got Destiny Two on the list. Um, new expansion. Is that what they're calling them these days? Has come out. Um, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Beyond Lights is the new expansion, as we're calling it. Um, <clears throat> and it takes players to the uh, 
the moon of Jupiter called Europa. Uh, it's okay. an ice moon, uh, and it's a very snowy area. And uh, yeah, it's basically, I would say, about five to six hours of uh, like new storyline contents, mm-hmm. and then um, like a new strike uh and a bunch like there's a bunch of extra content after that uh like world content and stuff um yeah like i don't know it's a bunch of new destiny stuff like yeah it's more destiny uh the big do you have to have played the last bunch to get to here like like how are they doing that now is it sort of like the last content is free and or do you still have to buy that stuff um so i mean first of all on xbox game pass it's fucking all free at this point uh, as far as i can tell even beyond light is out on game pass uh it's only on xbox game pass it's not on game pass for pc um but yeah like i think it's eventually going to come to game pass for pc but yeah you can play all of it uh right from the get-go you don't get the season pass it's probably worth getting if you're intending on playing it a bunch. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I mean, now when you start, you start at light level uh, 1050, I believe it is, uh, which was like the soft cap uh, of last season. Mm. Uh, it was maybe like the raid cap of last season. Um, now you start you start in the Cosmodrome like you did... Um, way back at the beginning of one or two one destiny one i think um and yeah like it's it's actually a bit of a remake of that destiny one cosmodrome or destiny two whichever one it was the starting area for um and they've got a brand new like starting sequence uh like a, a brand new like starting experience for a new character and stuff uh but otherwise yeah, all your gear gets lifted to 1050. All my gear was like fucking, I don't know, most of it was about 1010 uh, mm-hmm. when the season ended. It became 1050. Uh, I immediately made all of it obsolete with the like, fucking first thing I did. Like you do in any expansion for an MMO, uh, suddenly all these blues are better than my fucking exotics and stuff. Uh, yeah. And then... Yeah, you sort of run through from there. You don't need to have played anything else. Uh, it's, I mean, storyline-wise, it's not at all self-contained. It, it deeply references everything that's happened before, but uh, Destiny's problem storytelling-wise has always been that 90% of it's in fucking... Text. Text, so who fucking, <laughs> yeah. who fucking cares? Uh, and the only parts yeah. that I really give a shit about are the parts that are narrated by uh, Lance Reddick. Uh, Zavala, he's the fucking king. Um, and then, so yeah, he just sort of roll around Europa doing shit, um, mm-hmm. doing, doing missions and trying to take down this, this chick who is embracing the power of dark because, uh, dark is like the opposite of light and you get light levels and you power by the light and all this kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, you also embrace the power of dark to defeat her and over the course of the campaign to be on light you unlock the um the new subclass 
stasis, which is all ice powers and stuff. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't love the grenade, but I'm on my way to unlocking a new grenade. Um, and yeah, you just sort of ice shit up. Um, they've done really well with the effects and stuff with the ice. Are we okay? <laughs> What's your break? Maybe I won't put my feet up so I don't kick everything. Okay, we're okay. Anyway, um, yeah, the, the effects of the ice and stuff are really cool. And, uh, like, when you, you freeze someone, you can then, like, shatter them. Like, it's fucking uh, Liquid Metal Man from T2 and stuff. And um, Except they don't, you know, come back together. They just stay shattered. Uh, mm -hmm. And... Yeah, it's a it's an interesting ability. It's like there's a significant amount of crowd control involved with it, which is not something that they've typically done in um, Destiny, uh, and so it's that's been it's interesting to see how they've attempted to work around that. They tend to throw a fuck ton of enemies at you now um, to force you to control the crowd, um, which is pretty cool. I mean, why the fuck not? Um, yeah, what else? Uh, I don't know. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I've been playing with Des uh, playing with uh, Raisty and his clan. And uh, before Beyond Light kicked off, they took me through like some of the like missions that were going away. So they've vaulted a bunch of stuff. They've taken a bunch of stuff and just put it in the vault. Because I believe what has happened is stasis has changed a lot of how the game works. Like uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that no longer really functions the same because of stasis. Uh, like, you know, there are encounters that would be way easier. Um, there are even like you can when you throw a when you throw your ice grenade, it creates like a like a bunch of ice. You can use it to, like, in Crucible, I'll throw the grenade down at my own feet and it'll put a big wall up and I can use that to protect myself uh, to stop, like, when I'm capturing a point. I'll just throw that at the fucking nearest door and it'll just block the door and I have to shoot through it, which will give me an extra bit of time to cap the point. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Um the problem is if you throw it into a wall, you can then jump on that fucking the little ledge that it makes because it sprouts out from the wall a bit of ice. Um, you can jump on that and you can use that to climb to places where you're not supposed to be. And you can already see, like even in even on Europa, uh, like usually lost sectors are these places on the map where you can like go wherever the fuck you want. Uh, or go deep into the into the map in these hidden areas, and they're like you you have to find them. They're like some like hidden away area or whatever. Um, and when you get through them, like you fight your way all the way through them, they're huge. They're like tiny little dungeon type things. You get through to the end, and there's a chest at the end and a boss, and that's it. You've completed a lost sector. Uh, but the like even then, you can see that they've had to put up these like obvious shield type things to stop you because I was testing it and you can fucking jump 
Like you make your way to the end. If you know where the end of the lost sector is, you can just go straight to it with the fucking ice wall. And just make your fucking ice wall ledge all the way up. Easy. Uh, which is obviously not intended. So, yeah, they're like 100% not going to work. A bunch of stuff isn't going to work from the old content. Mm. Uh, but before it went away, yeah, Racy and his clan took me through uh, some of the cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty rad. Some of that stuff was fucking awesome. There was like a couple of uh, hidden missions and stuff that just... Like, they involved this, like, hyper-complex, really nail-biting first-person platforming. And it was fucking rad, man. Like, that's what I'm about. That, that's what I really, really appreciated in Destiny. Um, like, Destiny 1 was, you know, the, the Vault of Glass, the best thing about it were the sections between the fights where everyone had to complete these platforming puzzles. And this was, like, super fucking, super tough. Like, some of it was fucking rough. Uh, there's one bit where you're, like, running... There's, like, a maze, and there's a fucking robot that runs around the maze, and if it catches you, you fucking... It just one-hits you. Like, it doesn't matter how high a uh, light level you are, it'll just fucking one hit you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you can hear it and uh, vaguely see it because it's got a red light. And if when you see it and hear it, you got to like duck down a fucking different corridor to try to lose it. And that shit is fucking terrifying. It's fucking cool, man. Uh, that, that was like just part of one of these fucking lengthy missions where you're like, jumping you're crawling along like a ledge and like the the best thing about this shit was like how the fuck people worked out how to do any of this shit i have no idea because like the the other thing uh that i didn't mention is that all of it's on a fucking clock like you've got to get it done inside of 20 minutes and if you don't get it done inside of 20 minutes you get fucking booted out it's like you've lost connection with the memory or some shit and you just get booted out and uh, so you got to like get through all these platforming challenges, and to the final boss fight, and you got to beat the boss inside of twenty minutes. And yeah, holy shit, man, fucking hairy. Uh, but like rad as fuck as well. Like really, really cool. Um, I haven't found like there's hints of it in Beyond Light on Europa so far. Like there are some bits where like it's not hyper complex uh there's like i mean you can see that there will be puzzles to be solved and you can like racy was even talking about some of the things he thought were hinting at puzzles later on but um like even now like there's some high quality fucking um platforming going on already you know like just some careful jumps that you need to make like careful landings under sniper fire and then like you're picking off whatever you can and making the next jump and all this kind of stuff and yeah like that stuff is what i fucking love in destiny and there's a little bit of it i want to see way more of it i believe the vault of glass itself is coming back uh which i'm extremely excited for um but even just another mission that was a crazy platforming mission i'd be extremely excited to check out Anyway, I've reached the soft cap. Um, I've finished the campaign. 
unlock stasis, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm just having fun. I mean, it's... Actually, you know what? One thing I've noticed, right, is I think I take for granted uh, how good people generally are at video games. So I was playing the strike, the new strike on Europa, whatever the fuck it's called, the glass, glass way or whatever it's called. And, uh, I, so I, I got into it. It's like via the story, you have to do the strike. And, uh, I got put into it and I got put directly at the final boss with one other person. And I worked out why this dude was alone and at the final boss, because he was fucking useless absolutely useless uh so i basically had to solo the boss on this fucking level because this can't i swear to god spent 95 percent of the like of this level dead it got to the point where like when you die in the boss fight you've got like a 30 second respawn cooldown uh um, unless someone like revives you you can be revived which is faster and so i was reviving this guy and then he would die again like a minute later without seemingly have done without seemingly doing anything and then i'd like oh okay i revived i got it got to the point where i stopped reviving i'm just i just didn't do it anymore i'm like well fuck it you can just fuck like it's it's lateral it's a lateral move at this point like there's no difference between me reviving you and you doing nothing or you sitting there for 30 fucking seconds reviving yourself and then doing nothing and dying again so i'm just not gonna fucking do it i'm just gonna concentrate on killing this this boss all by my fucking self because clearly that's what needs to happen and it's hardly the first like i've done that strike a bunch now and most of the time everyone else i've done it with appears to be fucking useless like absolutely fucking useless and it's start like i'm starting to understand why i'll play two games of crucible and then suddenly get like I only get matched against the fucking MLG super sweaty cunts who are running like these exotic fucking shotguns or some shit and like they've all got super fucking armor that does extra shit and they can glide further mm. and jump higher and all this kind of it's shit. It's all playing running, multiplayer. <laughs> and I'm running around with like fucking a blue SMG or some shit and doing nothing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But those first two games i pantsed every cunt in the fucking in the thing and then it's skill-based matchmaking is kicked in it's like fucking i didn't think so cunt it would appear you're some kind of super sweat so you and your garbage shit can go into the super sweaty cunt fucking pool and that's what happens and then i have absolutely no fun in the crucible and it drives me fucking bananas and uh yeah that is a evidently what's happening there are a lot of people who are playing destiny who are like i'm not sure i don't think that they dress themselves that's my theory they aren't capable yeah because yeah the people i get matched up with in random stuff holy shit they're awful they are just <laughs> bad they're really bad oh my god anyway um but yeah no beyond lights well like if you got an xbox you should absolutely check it out. I would, like, I mean, you may as well. If you've got a Series X and you didn't happen to pick up Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed, 
you may as well grab Destiny because it's all on the fucking Game Pass. Uh, check out some Forza Horizon. Uh, check out a bit of Gears if you care about Gears. And then, yeah, uh, play some Destiny to go along with your brand new console. Uh, or, you know, you could grab Assassin's Creed, which right. appears, appears to be the fucking winner of the Xbox bunch. Uh, from my experience, uh, it's better than Watch Dogs, certainly. Although I watched you, um, nicely now. Did you play through the other Destiny content while you were playing this, or was it something you already finished and you took your character across, like your your old character? I played through the uh, played through the old content in the week leading up to Beyond Light. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then that character got taken across. Uh, that's a lot. Like Racy was taking me through a bunch of that shit. Uh, in the lead up to Beyond Light's launch, I guess they were just they didn't like they were just doing whatever, playing strikes and stuff like that. Took me through it, yeah. Nightfall strikes and stuff like that. Those are just like strikes with extra difficulty stacked on top of right. stuff. But um, yeah, we just fucking belted through a bunch of exotic missions and me a bunch of exotic weapons and stuff like that. I'm extremely grateful. It was uh, hmm. yeah, it was good. Um, cool. I yeah, think, I, 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 I might check it out at some stage. I'm pretty sure you can't play the old stuff anymore, though. That's the only oh, right. thing. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Do, now. do you mean like the strikes and that sort of thing? Um, the campaign is still there. The old campaign. Yeah. I don't think it is. Oh. Yeah. What are they replaced it with then? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, we'll see, I suppose. Yeah, um, yeah, but I don't think there's. I don't think you can do it anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Um, that's uh, Destiny to be online out now. Um, Indeed. Yeah, I'll I'll get in there at some stage. I played Destiny two recently and uh i don't know man like i think there's just too much going on at that stage it was just kind of very one note for me so maybe i'll have to jump in and check out some of this new content what's going on i mean um, it lifts immensely once you've got other people to play with um yeah. and yeah like that's that that is the first step is yeah playing with other people i mean i i've been enjoying myself playing on my own um but it is significantly better yeah yeah oh i should mention the i think the reason it's hard like the reason i immediately noticed that people are fucking bad is because with beyond light uh everyone's back down to being under leveled so i was saying in our discord that I like, I would die to a boss, and then it would reset me to the start of the fucking boss fight, and I'd have none of my fucking ammo, which is unbelievably infuriating. Like fucking holy shit, man! That is not how that should happen. Like they should give you, even if it's just a quarter of your fucking like when you die in the fucking crucible, it's not like you respawn with zero fucking ammo for everything again. You don't respawn with heavy ammo, but you've at least got some special ammo. No. If you die in a fucking boss fight and you just happen to have used up all your fucking special ammo, that's it. When you respawn, you've got fucking nothing again. And 
Like, holy fuck, man. That is fucking banana. Mm. That's fucking rough. Like, just give me a bit. Give me enough so that I can do something. What I wound up doing, like, the first boss, and I've seen, like, you go on the subreddit, everyone's saying it. Like, the first boss is fucking rough. Because it, it is specifically overleveled. Like, it's designed to be for higher than your current level. You're supposed to, like, grind out some better gear to go do it, but yeah. nobody's getting all the way through a fucking story mission, which is, like, you know, 20, 25 minutes. Nobody's getting through all of that, getting into the boss fight and being like, oh, I better, guess I better go grind up some fucking better gear. No, people are just going to fucking brute force that shit, get their fucking way through it. You might even get, like, a bit of gear in your many repeated fucking failures. But, like, what I wound up doing was I would go in, I would kill things until they dropped me some ammo, uh, and then I'd just fucking die and reset so that I had enough ammo from the fucking get-go of the fight. I'd do, like, what little damage I could with my primary weapon. But, I would, like, invariably when I died without any ammo, I also died without my grenade up or my fucking melee attack up, or my fucking super anywhere close to being fucking ready, or anything like that. Hmm. So, yeah. You just fucking... die. You, like, resetting so you got ammo is just such a fucking dumb, dumb, yeah. dumb fucking design for a boss fight. Um, and, yeah. I just But, anyway. Uh, those fights are deliberately overleveled. And... Like, people who have been playing Destiny for the last however fucking long, uh, they're all extremely used to being way over-leveled. Like, they do content where, you know, the recommended light level is fucking 1,000, and they're all, like, twenty uh, 1250 or some shit, and they're like, I'm going to piss it in. Uh, like, they just fucking belt through it. I think it was 750, and they're all, like, 10... And, 70 or something like 10 mm -hmm. 1060 1060 was the, like the rate cap uh yeah they're all 1060 or some shit and they're just fucking walloping everything and they're like i'm a fucking i'm a space god and now they get fucking back in here and like they're 1060 but the cap is like oh sorry the bosses are like 1150 or some shit and they're like getting walloped they're getting like two shot and they're like this shit's super hard i don't know how to, anyone does any of this shit and Absolutely no question. It is extremely hard, uh, but uh, it is doable. They're just so used to pissing it all in that they don't like me. No, nah, I've never, I've never been over leveled for any of this shit. I've always been fucking barely scraping by. So I'm like, seems like destiny to me, baby. And now that I'm over leveled, uh, technically over leveled for like any of the world content. I, like, roll around, like, just helping out these Bambinos while they're doing their world quests. I'll, like, roll up with my fucking ice wand and shit, wizard star fucking freezing everything, two-shot and shit, and then I'll just fucking scoot away. Away I go. And, yeah, that's that's pretty, mm. pretty fun. Anyway. Cool. The only thing I miss is world PvP. If there was world PvP... I wouldn't be I wouldn't be some fucking benevolent fucking space wizard. I would be a evil evil god of ice and death. I would be rolling up on some motherfuckers who are in a different faction just fucking 
Bug bow. Cacao, motherfucker. Like, wish more games had world PvP. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Destiny 2. Um, let's move on. we got one more game on here. Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, is out now. Uh, you and I both got codes from Ubisoft to play this. Um, Correct. So we could talk about it today. Um, basic premise, it's uh, set in uh, Vikings time. You're playing a Viking named Eivor. And um, off the Batman, this, not Batman, <laughs> off the Batman. Um, the opening cinematic of this game is awesome. Like it's it's him or her, depending on which character you've you've picked, as yep. a uh, young child, and um, witnesses uh, their parents getting brutally murdered and killed uh, yeah. as a raid takes place in your village, um, and it's this like epic one shot sequence that sort of transitions from gameplay into a cinematic. You you can absolutely tell on PC at least that it is a, uh, a FMV because it goes from uh, whatever you're running at, like 80 frames per second down to 30. Um, they've yeah. capped the frame rate on that video. You, but yeah. anyway, uh, it's a, it's this awesome one shot that goes through like you're going in and out of windows and uh, into buildings and it's like following this character through. The, it's, it's really cool. Uh, and it kind of ends with your character on ice being attacked by a wolf. And it, it's got this sick moment where the... Um, the ca- like the camera just sort of freezes and the animus starts to like play up a little bit um and that's when you you get to pick your character but just that whole like opening sequence i thought was uh done really well uh i enjoyed that quite a lot yeah um, anyway assassin's creed valhalla i feel like is one of the least assassin's creed like games that i've played oh okay <laughs> um I, I like Odyssey. Th- these three games that they've done now, Origins, yep. Odyssey, Valhalla, sort yep. of go together in this um, this new style of Assassin's Creed games that they're making. Odyssey was was a strange one because it had it didn't have a lot of the Assassin's Creed sort of lore and stuff that was going on. You kind of played that game for a long time. You're like, where is like when is the Assassin's Creed weird fucking alien stuff gonna pop up and Templars and all that sort of thing? It just doesn't really toy with that much, at least for a long time. Um like the the main character's not even using wrist blades as far as I can remember. Um yeah. uh, but at least in that game you are running around and you're going into these towns and you're sneaking your way through and you're you're still at like assassinating people and that sort of thing. And, and what I mean by I feel like Valhalla is the least Assassin's Creed type game that I've played is that I feel like this is a lot more of an action game um, as opposed to a stealth game. Cause that's, and I don't know if that's just the way that I'm playing it, but and I, I think this is the intended way that they kind of want you to play it is to be more action focused. Um, Cause a lot of it involves your sort of, group of vikings and uh raiding towns and it's about having them alongside of you and pillaging all these villages and burning them to the ground and looting all their wealth and that sort of thing and i'm not finding myself really going around and being like i'm the assassin i'm gonna sneak my way into this village and kill this person doesn't feel like an efficient use of your time right like you're like oh yeah i'm gonna sneak in and kill all these cunts and then i'll go back down to the beach and call a raid 
No, just fucking yeah. you call a raid and then you fucking charge in on your boat and you just fucking murder everyone. Murder like, everyone. Yeah. And I think because the combat as well is, while I, I enjoy the combat, I don't think it's anything special. I think it's a lot easier than what they've done the last past the, the last couple of games. Um, yeah. They've they've obviously still sticking to the Dark Soulsy style style combat with uh, stamina bars and um, your heavy attacks, light attacks. You've got your adrenaline meter is still in there to use special abilities, but this feels a lot more toned down compared to odyssey um in terms of its difficulty because you are just murdering people in this game like you're running into villages with you and a bunch of other people and pretty much like three four shotting everybody most people is just like a heavy attack and a couple of light attacks they throw like a variation of enemies at you where they'll have um either a shield or maybe they've got like a pike um or they're, they're there's there's definitely a variety of enemies but i haven't found it like oh what is this thing and how do i deal with this enemy for the most part enemy for the most part it's like i just hit it a couple times and it's dead um i'm not finding combat challenging at all uh, and I, I feel like the combat is a step back in the series but i'm still enjoying the combat because it's just so like dumb <laughs> it's just it's just like you just run in there and just destroy people uh, and I like that, the, the, like dismemberment. It's very brutal and graphic oh, yeah. and gory. Um, there's a lot going on there. Like the finishing moves are really cool where you like stun somebody from a... Um, uh, if if they're like blocking your attacks and you hit them a bunch, their like stagger meter builds up and then you can like one shot them. Uh, and there's some really brutal things that your character will do to the other person uh, during those moves. Uh, that stuff is really cool. I wish there was more of it because you do start to see a lot of it get really repetitive from yep. time to time. You're like, oh, we're mm-hmm. doing this thing again. All right, this person's got no arms anymore. Um, well, like the amount of heads I can see pop off is <laughs> in a certain amount of time. That like, all right, okay, that's the third one this fight. Uh, <laughs> so like, I, I that stuff is is really awesome, but I just feel like there's not a lot of variety in the combat and uh, what sort of is tied to all of that. Um, are you sort of because because I, I feel like you maybe like the combat when you were playing in the preview um, yeah and I've liked it so far while I was playing although I was I was noticing like you were saying it, like it was already getting repetitive in in that preview session um, it didn't help that I was like the checkpointing was fucked up and I had to do uh, a cut, like this one fight multiple times um, right that was a preview, like fuck up in particular. Like it crashed, and I, like, I had to. I was at the final boss fight, and crashed, and they had to put me back at the start of that fucking sequence, mm. which was annoying. But um, yeah, like uh, I, I, I like the combat there. I like it now. I, it is. It feels. It does feel too easy. Um, but like you, like like you said, like. It sort of works, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It um. It the first time the someone's arm like disappeared, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Or then, like when he grabs a stick and just like shoves it down their throat, you're like, "All right, this is different. <laughs> this is going places." Some shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm playing as Chick Ivor. Okay. Um, I'm I'm the guy. 
Yeah. Because I played um, Odyssey as, oh man, I can't remember her name. Is it Alexandra? No. I've lost huh? it. I can't remember. <laughs> but I played as the female character last time. Um, I think the male character is really good. They, I think they've nailed the, the acting in this one. It's, it's, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I think, I don't know, I, I haven't seen the male five all, but like, yeah, I just think the, the acting overall is, is quite good. Like, I think they've just done it. They've done a really good job of, uh, like making the world feel like somewhere worth exploring. Um, that's which, the trick, right? Yeah. We talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago with um, with Watchdogs. It's just yeah. so boring to go around. Like once you um, get the fast travel system and you realize like none of these collectibles are interesting. Like why should I do any of that stuff? You kind of push that to the side and you focus on the main missions and you go around and do that. Whereas in this game, even though you use fast travel quite a bit, like there is just so much world building in there that it's worth going out and exploring yeah yeah and like it's also <laughs> uh as much as i hated that game um death stranding uh like the environmental work in that game was phenomenal and mm-hmm. uh i feel like they've they've taken some fucking hints in acv you know like you find so many locations that are just so beautifully framed that you wind up going to like places just for the the look of it yeah. i mean it helps uh it helps on i'm playing on series x and it's fucking gorgeous yeah. uh i'd say it's I'd, i think it's better looking than watchdogs legion uh, yeah i'd say that but watchdogs legion is technically technologically more advanced Sure, it's got ray tracing and that sort of it's thing. Got ray tracing. Yeah, it's I got agree. I think the environmental stuff, stuff they've taken big cues from uh, Red Dead and The Witcher, yeah. probably the two. Yeah, yeah, that's probably better than Death Stranding. I just, I don't know. I, I think it's just the <laughs> there's something very Scandinavian about Death Stranding, and make that connection. Uh, but uh, yeah, like it's just, it just feels like it's worth going out and looking at stuff mm. as a result and yeah it's it's good i mean it's a are you playing as exploration mode the default one um i i went whatever the default difficulty was across the board um yeah or are you talking about the difference between is there like that that educational mode that they had and is that there yet or i don't know um, I'm not doing it yeah so they've got three different modes and this is something they've done in, in some of the other assassin's creed games and it's something that we saw in ghost recon wildlands where um there's like exploration mode and the other one is um like your standard hey we're going to show you where to go and the objective markers will be on the map and that's where you need to go to 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 progress the game uh, but the default mode in a bunch of the assassin's creed games and and in this is basically like we're not going to give you a objective marker will sort of show you where you need to be in the general area um, and will give you hints like it'll be west of this village and north of here and one of these islands and you sort of just go and walk around and explore yeah, um, yeah. it's so much better. and that's oh and, and even the side 
like that fits in so well with all the side missions they don't really tell you like hey there's a mission here it's kind of like split up into mysteries artifacts and yeah. wealth and the mysteries, the mysteries so oh my god the mysteries like again they've taken what we've learned from and i think the two best examples we've got in the past is like the witcher mm. the witcher 3 sorry and red dead redemption and they've taken what we know from those games in terms of world building and making interesting stories because we've you know we've talked about this past you did not like the combat in in uh watch uh, witcher 3 yep. but that world and the story and all that things that are going on is so good and that's what this game does so well is that yeah you want to go out and explore and find what's going on because the the missions are just even though there's a lot of stuff in there it's like sort of repetitive it's like listening and talk, listening to these people and finding out what is going on and just all the insane stuff that is happening there i see in that sense icv is like fucking the reversal of the witcher you know right like playing the witcher 3 on easy which i still get fucking comments on that youtube video about i got one this morning actually um it said uh you should learn about the potions uh and then you'll find it very easy i'm like it's been fucking six years cunts please stop um anyway um yeah playing that game on easy uh you like you got the, i got the f- the feeling right that like i'm like ah, oh, like yes i'm playing it on easy but mm, i wish i wish it was harder like I wish I wish yeah. it was harder, but uh, I also don't want to fucking deal with the frustration or that combat system. That's what fucking like playing fucking on default difficulty in ACV. That's what it plays like. I, I'm genuinely considering bumping it up to hard. It's not like I'm doing a review for anyone, so I don't think I need to maintain my default fucking difficulty setting. Uh, and I might just play it on on a difficulty where I feel like it is appropriately challenging because yeah yeah i'm definitely getting to the point where i'm like i'm sort of like the it's more complex than simply countering and then attacking but only just barely it's not like it takes a lot of attention or, or anything you know yeah um that yeah that's kind of how i feel is that like i don't think i'd even bump it up to hard because i don't think i don't think the combat in there is that good to begin with like the parry system i think is a bit janky like something either the timing window is sort of hard to figure out um and that could be because of the the tells like they do these flashing uh notifications when they're about to hit and i've gotten just used to being like oh whenever i see the flash just fucking parry but Mm. like some of the attacks will take a long time to wind up and that's kind of what's getting me sometimes. I'm like, oh, damn it, I shouldn't have wound up then. Like, now I've been hit and all that sort of thing. I just, I just think the combat is not as good as uh, some of the, as either Odyssey or Origins. Um, yeah, it seems like maybe a mix in between. They've gone like down the middle somewhere. But anyway, um, back to the yeah, the the, the mysteries and the world building. Uh, yeah. Two examples that I want to talk about that and i don't think they're spoilers because there's just so many of them yeah. but they have every once in a while i come across one and i'm like that's fucking awesome that is so good like the writing in this game is excellent um it's it's definitely one of the the highlights of it and the first one which is one that i sent you guys is this i was out walking around and i come across this dude who's sitting on a log 
and he's you start talking to him and he turns and he's got this fucking axe in his head <laughs> and i'm playing with subtitles on and the guy's name is just axe head <laughs> that's his, <laughs> that's his, that's what it says there um and he's going on and he's like oh my like my head is really itchy there's or it's it's got it's a little bit sore like i don't know what's what's happening is there something going on like is it cut or like i've just been in this battle and then he starts talking about how his arms are really numb um, and does he need to dress his arms? Like, has he been injured or anything like that? And Ivor is just trying to like subtly tell him, like, there's a fucking axe in your head, dude. Like, <laughs> this is this is not good. Uh, just like that's that sort of stuff is really awesome. The other one that I found last night, this um, these two families that are living next door uh, to each other, and um, they they've been arguing recently. They're on the, like this farm, and they they're growing like barley. And one of them is, I think, selling the barley. So one of them's growing it and the other one's selling it. And they're like having this bitter feud and it's been going on for a long time. And their families, you can go talk to their families and the kids are talking about how like the things used to be better when they were getting along and the barley's causing them all these problems and all this sort of thing. And you talk to these people, even though there is a mission marker on the map or a mystery marker on the map, it doesn't come up and say, hey, there's a mission here or this is what you need to do to solve the puzzle or yeah. it's just kind of like you talk to these people and it's like all right cool and so i'm like all right well i'm gonna destroy their barley then um and so yeah. i fucking i grabbed like a uh there was there's a little canister next to it full of like it explodes right and so i put it next to the um the silo and then shot it and it exploded and it, it goes on fire and they come running out of their house and they're all sitting there watching it going, oh no, oh no, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, the barley silo blows up and it just fucking explodes and it sets both their houses on fire. <laughs> and there's like fire propagation in this game, which is really cool. And their roofs are on fire and everything's burning. And then like smoke starts billowing up and the screen starts going like, orange because all the flames and everything and there's these two people all this the both of the families are out the front like fucking crying because their houses have just exploded and i'm like what the fuck did i do like what is going on and it pops up on the screen like mission complete and I'm like, Holy shit. that is so good fucking the curb your enthusiasm music starts playing <laughs> But like those moments in this game are just so awesome where like you just and I'm, there's there's dozens and dozens of them in a region you just yep. go into a region and they're just sprinkled everywhere and that's what it is it's like exploring and finding these weird quirky stories that you come across yeah that like really make this game i've had so much trouble playing the main missions because i've been going around and doing all these mysteries because i'm just they're all different there's yeah. Not a lot of repetition there. Occasionally in come past when it's like, hey, cleanse the, the curse. And you know, I've done a bunch of them or, or that sort of thing. But a, a lot of the time it's just speaking to people and finding out what their deal is. And you don't get you don't get a notification to be like, this is how you fix it. Um, one of the first ones that I came across when I noticed this is what was going to play out was like, um, did you find these two? But the couple that are arguing inside the house talking about how like, they haven't had passionate love for a long time and it's been a, a while. Um, uh -oh. And the last time they did it was during battle somewhere where everything was all the, everything was on fire and all this crap. And, and that's, that's kind of what they're talking about. And like, if only we could re um, 
if only we could do that again or like find some way to to you know light a fire in our lives or whatever and so i fucking i went into their house and just fucking lit their house on fire <laughs> and, and the dude is like oh i'm rock hard now or something like that like let's go that's cool. it's like mission complete i'm like that is and that was the first time that happened i'm like that's awesome like that's what i want out of games like this where yeah. it's like it doesn't fucking slam in your face like how to how to solve the problem um yeah. So yeah, man, yeah, you like, got to actually engage and pay attention and like and listen, yeah, yeah, that's that's super awesome. Yeah, uh, I feel like we've spoiled, well, not spoiled, but like we've we've talked about. It. There's only like there's only one. I just like I haven't done done any of the hilarious ones. I just did one that was like it felt really dumb, <laughs> like. It was like, yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but like the the storytelling around it, like the the way it was written, was very good. Mm. It was the 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 cats and the rats. Have you done that one? Mm. Fuck that yep. one. Was f- so dumb. It was so dumb. But like the way they all talk, <laughs> it's like the way they self justify. Like they've got. They obviously self-contained characters for this one specific purpose, and no, yeah. nobody like this would ever exist. Certainly not two groups directly next to each other, and yet, like they have, it's, it sort of seems perfectly justified in the in the context of the mission. And you're like, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense that you have got like fucking sixteen cats or some shit. For some reason, but uh, I know how to solve this. I'm gonna let the cats out, and uh, that's <laughs> it. Like that's all you had to do. And you're like, this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I dig that stuff, man. It's so oh, like 100%. problem solving and trying to figure it out that, it, and it's causing a problem because I'm extremely busy right now, and I, I want to keep playing this game. Yeah. And I can't because I keep fucking, I'm not mainlining it. I'm like, oh, let's go mark everything off the list. Yeah. And it's it's a lot better than Odyssey because Odyssey was, my big problem with Odyssey was that there's just so much stuff on the screen. Um, and the game would be like, hey, you're level, let's say you're level 20. And um, it's telling you to go to like from point A to point B. And as you're going past as you're sailing you're going past all these locations that are like this is level 16 and this one is level 17 and this one's 18 and 19 but you're level 20 and like you're going all the way down here and you've got to be down here is level 20 and so you're missing all this stuff that's that's there and then so i would go sidetrack and go in there and have a look and it was all boring content like it wasn't interesting and that was there was just so much of that sort of thing like this 17 area this is 18 area this is 19 like I don't want to do any of this stuff. This is not fun or interesting. And there's just so much of it that I can't be bothered. Whereas in Valhalla, I'm like, yes, I'll do all of it. Let's go. Anytime I'm near an area and I see a mystery, I'm like, we'll go over there, check that out, find out what's going on. Um, And it's good. Sometimes like if if you can't solve it and it's like a fight that you just get the shit kicked out of you or you need to come back, then it usually will mark it on the map being like, hey, there was a thing here. Maybe come back to it later. But it doesn't pop up in like your objectives list list to be like you need to go get this thing and then come back later it's just kind of on the map um which i 
really appreciate. It's, I don't know, it's just like a more interesting way than just yeah. being giving you a list of crap to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's like, like, yeah. We're thinking about this a lot, you know, the, the checkpoint checking. The way games have turned into just big checklists. Yeah. And it feels like, it feels like something that I've, like, because I'm big on priority management in video games and the checkpoint ticking phenomena is sort of like a very simplified version of that. I mm. think that's my, my problem with it a lot of the time. Right. And yeah, as soon as those che- as soon as it gets even a little bit more complex, it becomes very, very interesting. And mm. yeah, I think Assassin's Creed Valhalla does it quite well in by not telling you how, by not giving you the solution, by making you work it out yourself. It's just that little bit of complexity that it needs to really ramp it up. Because otherwise, yeah, when you you know when you were sailing down to the level twenty place, everything from seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, it was always really fucking obvious. You'd like, oh yeah, well I guess well there's a big fat guy here, so I'll kill a big fat guy, and that would be it. Or oh yeah, there's a grave here, so I guess I'll look in there for a tomb or some shit. And it was always right, yeah, very straightforward and. As straightforward as these mysteries sometimes wind up being, they're only like they would be entirely obtuse if you hadn't been paying any attention. And I think mm. that's what it that's what makes it work. That's what makes yeah. it good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um what else is there? The uh the gear system I'm a bit iffy about that. I'm not I'm not, I'm not really a fan of what whatever's going on here. Um, it seems to be tiered into like three different, like assassin, uh, uh, melee, and like range or something. Like they're different colors and like different clans, and I'm not really sure how that's sort of affecting things. If that's like built into the the uh, the skill tree or anything, but it's just, just like I've had the I same think. weapon oh, for fucking, fucking ever, and I'm just yeah. leveling it up. It's just strange. Like I don't really understand the, the gear system. Like I'm getting stuff, but it's not as good as what I've got. Like I need yeah. to then upgrade it, but I don't want to spend all the resources because I want to use it for other things. I don't know. I just don't really get the gear system. You know, yeah. it's just kind of it's not interesting. No. I don't think it's very very good compared to the last couple of games. Um, or other games. But what I, I like, I just upgraded my bow. Have you been using the same bow? I just found a second bow and I switched to it and I was like, oh, I don't like this bow anyway. It was like a, a short bow that rapid fired. Oh, yeah. uh, and I'm like, no, nah, I want the other bow. I like that one better. Um, one shot headshots, but, baby. Like th- that stays oh, true. You're doing so much more with a headshot yeah. for so fucking long that you're hmm. like, I don't fucking know why I would change. Like, holy shit. Yeah. But yeah. I, I appreciate that they are uh, in the combat. The they try and get you to sort of switch between weapons um, because if you get your bow and arrow out, it shows you weak points on enemies and they're sometimes different depending on oh, okay. what type of enemy you're fighting. 
and it'd be like their leg is glowing and if you pull out a bow and arrow and you shoot them in the leg it like automatically stuns them and they'll go down and you can run up and hit them or it'll be like yeah there'll be like two weak spots one on each arm or something and if you get both their arms then they go down like some of the bigger guys will have multiple weak spots and you need to target all of those i think that's really cool that's such a cool idea um very like horizon zero dawn like you're not stripping off parts but you're sort of like hitting these weak points and making them like to stun them um which meant that i was switching between bow and arrow during combat and you know that's not something that i'd normally do which i thought was really cool Mm -hmm. uh but yeah going back to um not the gear system but the uh, like abilities they've got this leveling system where every time you level up you get two points to put into your skill tree um and then occasionally you'll find stuff out in the world that'll give you a skill a skill point you you get a lot of them um i don't like Mm -hmm. the way that it's sort of displayed to you it's like this constellation um very like final fantasy where there's like orbs and you put points into these orbs and it's like hey you get an extra three damage or four percent fire even, resistance not even that though right like you can like fucking 1.2 or some shit and it's like yeah you've gone too granular on, on this one guys like holy fuck i understand you need right. a progression system and you need to incentivize people some people to play your game but holy fuck man like earning a skill point so i can get 0.4 more stun doesn't seem like i don't know what fucking point four stun equates to percent <laughs> right yeah. like what the fuck is what what's the fucking difference here like get the fuck out of yeah. here seems meaningless and it's close enough there, to zero to be nothing it's set up in this like constellation where there's um like little hubs and there's a bunch of these nodes in each hub and then generally in the middle there's like one uh, ability point or something that you can um, that'll upgrade your character that yeah. will give them a new skill or um, a new uh, adrenaline slot or something like allow them to do something different and uh, it's all generally like shrouded in this fog of wall thing yeah. and I don't like that at all because I have no idea where I'm going generally when you play a game when you're like oh I need to level up my character and it shows you the skill tree you can look at the skill tree and be like, all right, cool. I like some of these I abilities. I'm going to build towards this. this part. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I'm going to focus on. In this game, it, it, you start off with three nodes and you've got assassin, stealth, and ranged. Yeah. And you start putting points into these nodes and eventually you get to the end of a node and the line goes off to a new constellation. And when you get there, it reveals what the next like node is in that like melee tree or wherever you've gone down. And sometimes yep. these trees then intersect with each other, like the melee will come in contact with the assassin one and uh, and, and that sort of thing. But you don't know what you're building towards. Like yep. all of a sudden I'm going down this skill tree and it gives me an ability. I'm like, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. But in order to get out of this skill tree and go to the next one, I've now got to put like eight points in this whole thing to get to the next part. And I might get yep. to that bit and be like, I don't like this ability either. Fuck. You get there, you get there, and the ability is like you can now fart without shitting your pants. You're like, I wasn't having that problem. That though, problem, so. yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know and that this was the best use of my fucking skill points. The good yeah. thing is that you can easily reset that node and be like, I want to take that point back, and then you can start. You can go start like mixing and going down a different tree. Yeah. But 
you can't see like where you're going. And so yeah. it becomes this thing of like, oh, I'm just putting points in an area. Hopefully you get something good. Like yeah. I've seen people talking about like um, uh, guides and things like that where they're like, hey, here's some must-have abilities. You should pick up the auto loot one and this sort of thing. I'm like, I have no idea where that is. Like where am, where is the auto loot thing? Because yeah. is it in the... Is it in the assassin's tree or is it in the ranks tree or is it down in the melee tree or is it somewhere between the both of them? Like I got a feeling both of these things, you just kind of don't really know what you're heading towards. And I, and I, and I like at the same time, I think I, I know why they do it because they don't want this giant fucking tree there, which is what um, like Path of Exile does. Yeah. And they're just like, here's your skill tree. Good luck, motherfuckers. And there's just like 800 nodes there and you don't know like where you should be going but at the same time this thing is you look at it and you're like i just don't know what abilities i'm going towards yeah it's it's all random to me uh, so yeah. i don't i don't like it um yeah i like i i i like the putting points into nodes and being like i get extra damage and that sort of thing it's it's more deep as opposed to just being like here's 40 abilities and i'm just putting them into a tree like the old games yep. but because I can't see what I'm going towards, that's the problem that I'm finding with that system. I don't like it how that is designed at all. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Um, but other than that, man, I'm really, I really like this game. <laughs> I'm having fun with it. Yeah, man. Um, I haven't had as much time as I would like with it, but uh, I've been enjoying it as well. And uh, it's, it definitely feels like this, like one of those games, like I'm probably not going to get a lot of time to play it in the next couple of weeks, but come December, I think it's going to be something I play a lot of. Because uh, mm. During the break. Yeah, like it, it just, I, I've really liked what I played it. I just can't fucking keep playing it. I got fucking other shit to play right are, are you getting that same sort of vibe that it come out? doesn't feel like an assassin's creed game like there's assassin's creed stuff in here but like i think i think i must be getting that vibe because i actually want to play more of it and i haven't really wanted to play much more of the other like the <laughs> last fucking i don't know eight fucking assassin's creed games so like since black flag yeah. i haven't been that inclined to play an assassin's creed game so yeah it must not feel that much like an assassin's game uh, I can't mm. quite like yet put my finger on the difference, although I get the feeling like you have probably uh, outlined a lot of the differences uh, already. But uh, yeah, like I just yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and yeah, I'm keen to keen to get to the bottom of why I like this one and not the others. Yeah, they um. The, the most Assassin's Creedy thing in terms of like you going out and you're assassinating people is they've got that um, uh, there's like a bunch of people that you, you're going after um, or Odyssey did the same thing uh, I don't know if you remember this but like you'd run into this like cult and they'd all have masks on and so you didn't know who each person was but you needed to go through and like kill them all and so it was about like going out and exploring in the world and finding uh clues about who each person was and then once you found a certain amount of clues you would like unveil them and you'd know who they were and then you can go assassinate them um there's a very similar system in here but they're kind of just they're like shrouded figures um and as you go around and explore you get clues and that's when people are revealed and like oh you know where this person is now you can go sort of find them 
but uh, that's like the most Assassin's Creedy thing that I've found in there. And yeah. uh, I've run into situations where I've been in the middle of a fight and I've killed somebody, and it's happened to be like one of these people that right. I'm supposed to be killing later on. And I'm like, all right, cool, knock them out of the way. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Another job um, well done. Yeah, there's no like ship combat in this one. Um, there is uh, yeah. long ships that you get in and you can sail around, but there's no, you're not like shooting arrows or anything like that, like the last couple of games have done. Um, like there's definitely things in here that you go, oh yeah, okay, I've seen this in Assassin's Creed games and um, this seems like a very similar style to what they've done recently. But then there's other things when you're like, this is completely different. Like the raid system is, it just feels so much more action focused compared to the stealthy nature of what these games are supposed to be. Um, like, you're not running around yeah. on rooftops, parkouring everywhere and, and that sort of thing. It's very wide open areas. Um, you can definitely run on uh, on roofs and jump between places, but it doesn't feel necessary because you're pretty much just standing around with your posse. The Vikings just pillaging and burning and dismembering people. So, yeah. It just seems like a really, um, really weird tone to it. So like there's the, the animus. Is that the progression that Ubisoft games just naturally do? They start off as stealth games and then eventually become fucking high octane action games like Splinter Cell and whatnot. You know? Yeah. Does this mean we're not going to get another fucking Assassin's Creed game for eight years or some shit like Splinter Cell? Is that the deal? Hmm. Fucking Ezio will fucking show up in Rainbow Six at some point and. They'll be like, and that's your fucking assassin's taste for the next decade or whatever. I don't know. It's yeah. There's references to that stuff in here. Um, there's like Desmond logs and uh, stuff outside the Animus. There was a, I saw a COVID um, reference in like one of the first notes. It's like in an email or something that right. you read through. Uh, so on point with that one. Um, but yeah, there's not really as far as I can tell, a lot of stuff outside the Animus. I've only done that once at this stage. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, there's not a lot of that Assassin's Creed stuff in there, like the Brotherhood yeah. and uh, the Templars. I'm not getting that feel. There's characters that are in that world and that there's, uh, you know, there's ties to it, but it just doesn't feel like an Assassin's Creed story. I like, I used to enjoy those whole, like, the Desmond stories and where the all the weird, crazy shit was going, but... It just seems like at this stage, it's just a a, a name, a franchise name. That they they slap on there, and like yeah, that'll do. It's similar to those games, but uh, whatever. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm I'm really surprised by this game. I'm I'm enjoying it quite a lot. So. Yep. Hopefully, we'll get to talk about it more um, next couple of weeks. Uh, anything else to add in here? I don't. No. I think I've got much much else to say at this stage, but I, yeah, I definitely recommend it for people. Nice, me too. Um, All right, yeah. News, news. Let's get through this. Um, Take Two has acquired Codemasters for one billion dollars, uh, and this is going to take place billion next year. Mm. Codemasters, um, they make racing games. They Dirt do. Five. They made Dirt 5 <laughs> we talked about and a it lot of other podcast. racing games. Do they just make like racing games exclusively now at this stage? No. Oh, yeah. At this stage, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't think that, like, is there anything else they make? Let's have a squeeze. I don't think so. 
Maybe they're doing it uh, to the driving in, in Grand Theft Auto VIC 6. All right. C- I'm looking at their their list of games. Uh, they've pretty much exclusively made car racing games the last 10 years. We've got yep. one on the list here called uh, um, Overlord Fellowship of Evil. Right. Oh, yeah. And, like uh, and then games. back in 2011, they did... Operation Flashpoint Red River. Fuck yeah. I think I previewed that back in the day. Yeah, nice. They make racing games at this stage. And uh, Take-Two has added them to their list of uh, developers. So that that's uh, 2K, Rockstar, um, mm. joins the list. I should make a new Micro Machines game. Okay. With VC. Because, you know, you're going to be getting that now. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, you gotta buy. You the, have to spend VC to buy new wheels. You have to actually go buy the micro machine in real life yeah. to get a code to play it in the game. Ah. Okay. That's, That's my theory. Excellent. All right, moving on. We've got Spider-Man Remastered on PlayStation Five will allow you to bring your PlayStation Four game saves across. Now, this was um, something they weren't originally going to be doing. They've now changed their mind, which means that, uh, yeah, it'll convert your save game across, which is awesome because I was definitely looking forward to jumping in and checking out some remastered Spider-Man. Um, I don't think this is live yet at this stage. Have uh, you heard anything about this? I think it is live, isn't it? Oh, is Didn't it? going to go live this, like, with the launch? Didn't oh, okay, it? cool. Did I don't it? know. I don't Did write this news. Okay. I just read it. All right. All right. You did write this news. Hold up. <laughs> this is the old fucking news story. Yeah, I didn't write the news story. I looked at a heading somewhere and was like, that sounds All right. You read the headline and didn't fucking come on, mate. Come on, son. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we look it up, this up really quickly? Or are Maybe you we should. Up? Maybe. No, I'm not. I'm not looking up shit. I refuse. No. This is your news okay. story. Okay. Fuck it. We don't know. Look, it says here listen, that the um, listen. If you go to this fucking update. podcast for the fucking news, you're in the wrong place, baby. You're two hours into the wrong fucking thing. <laughs> right. It says we Thanksgiving are, around Thanksgiving, so that will be uh, in uh, like next next two weeks. Uh, two weeks ish, maybe two weeks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, shit then. Okay, fair enough. So they sent... Yeah, yeah, okay. They got me the codes and stuff, and I must have misread the... Oh, boy. Misread the NDA thing. Anyway. um, Classic. Classic. Good times. Yeah, Yeah, no, you come to this podcast, not for the news, but for extremely informed opinions about how video games work and behind inside baseball shit that we're not supposed to talk about probably maybe anyway uh anyway yeah cool next up we've got mass effect legendary edition is coming out uh next year question mark or (laughs) we're doing it again joe um yeah brand new uh, brand new like remastered version of mass effect and then they like surprise teased a new Mass Effect is in 
is in production and then showed like a screenshot. Very, very, very lightly teased that a new Mass Effect game is in production. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so this is not an actual, like, uh, it's not a, a remake or anything like that. It's more of a, um, a remastered. It's getting new um, enhanced features and that sort of thing, which will allow you to play it on uh, new consoles. Uh, like your PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, as well as uh, PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. This will be next year. So it's Spring still a bit 2021, of a wait. so autumn, so what, July ish? Maybe yep. August next year? That'd be good. In the, in the dead zone? Yeah. What yep. about it? Um, and that's about all we know at this stage. Um, new mass effect would you i don't know are you excited for a new mass effect or is it just kind of like uh they didn't really do with the last one so uh i'm more excited for a remastered mass effect than i am for a new mass effect to be honest so uh we'll have to see how the hype train goes over time for the new stuff but very keen to play a remaster awesome super keen yeah uh, and next up we've got project xCloud is Xbox's uh, streaming service is coming to Australia next week. Yes. Uh, you can register, like, it, it's it limited, it limited capacity. You can register to be a part of it, the, like, pilot program um, today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we'll roll out to gamers in in waves i believe um so you can get the registration uh register and, and join in um yeah pretty keen to check that shit out yeah so this um, is the the service that allows you to stream um games on, on mobile devices in particular android at this stage because <laughs> they're all out on apple um yeah but you're able to basically yeah play games on on those devices I, I had it running on i don't think i can talk about it. oh who cares uh on a tablet a couple <laughs> months back when i was in the preview program yeah but um yeah that stuff works cool. um which is pretty cool that they sent me a um press release project s cloud is microsoft's cloud gaming technology blah 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 blah, blah. cloud gaming uses custom xbox one s hardware Racked in Microsoft's Azure data centers. It's pretty interesting. That's one S hardware. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, makes me feel like if you have a robust enough upload in your own home, you might be better off streaming from your Xbox Series X if you've got the capacity. Uh, the same way that you're better off streaming remote play from your PlayStation. Which is possible. You can remote play from a PS5 to a PS4. Did you see that shit? It's not in our news, but someone found out that it's possible. They updated the PS4 to be able to do it. Okay. Pretty cool. Right. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, next. Next up, we have Dice is uh, creating our next Battlefield game with never-before-seen scale. It's a quote from Andrew Wilson from EA. 
Um, this was during a investors meeting and they're saying holiday 2021 for the next Battlefield game. What is it, Job? Is it, is it going to be bad company? Is it future sci-fi Battlefield? If it's unprecedented scale, then it's not going to be fucking bad company. You already know this. It's going to be Battlefield 6, I want to say. Battlefield 6? What about Vietnam? Vietnam would be fucking pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I feel I feel like I feel like people don't like glorifying the Vietnam Vietnamese the Vietnam War anymore. Um, Let's go back to current. Let's go back to current war. Let's do it. We, we've had we've had old 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 school war for a while. Yep. Don't back to modern that. modern warfare. Yeah. Desert combat. <laughs> All the way back. Make the helicopters impossible to fly again. Like in desert combat. That was the best shit. Yeah. I was so good at it. What if, it's, what if it is bad company, but it's just like 200 people? Bad company. That's and why like I don't think it'll be bad tanks. company. Why wouldn't it just be Battlefield if it's going to be 200 people? What if they release yeah. Firestorm alongside the launch of the game this time and they don't fuck it up with a terrible matchmaking system? Mm. And they what catch if, it. What if it's just Battlefield 5, but they make fire, they re-release Firestorm again and it works well? That'd be yeah. it. They'd win it all. Could you imagine? Fucking world beaters. World beaters. That was the fucking best. Yeah. And we'll finish forever with about a 50% win rate. <laughs> yeah. Yours might be higher. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. We fucking belted that again. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm think it's excited. surprising. No. I'm surprised. The more surprising yeah. thing will be trying to guess what game it is. What if it's... Yes. um. Uh, I don't know. What uh, if, I don't think they do sci-fi because that seems to be more of a Star Wars thing. That is true. Why would they waste their Star Wars, their sci-fi stuff on on a non-Star Wars game? Hmm. Yep. All right. All right. And that is the news. Um, what if it's Hardline? <laughs> Hardline two. <laughs> Hardline. Could you imagine? Oh my god. Oh, the devastation people would feel. That'd be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> All right. Um, that is the news. Have we got any questions for this week? Uh, no, we don't appear to. No. Well, that's okay then. We can just wrap things up. You can find us, The Gap, on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. Please rate and review the show. It helps other people find us. Uh, the Gap, the GA Podcast, like I said, we're on there. Uh, you can email us, the GA Podcast, at gmail.com. Or you can jump on our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can leave us messages on there. Uh, you can jump in, play games, um, uh, hopefully soon. I don't know. I haven't been on there much, but Joe's been playing like Among Us. Um, there's been yep. some people playing Call of Duty on there. A bunch of other things, Destiny, you name yep. it. We got it. Um, you can also find us on uh, facebook.com slash thegapodcast, twitter.com slash thegapodcast, you can go to our YouTube page at thegapodcast.com slash YouTube and you can watch this video podcast on there. We put things on there, shiny things. Last week was uh, put some Ghost Runner up and some something else. Watch Dogs Legion, I think I put up there. No, that might have been the week before. All right. I can't remember. Anyway, there was some more. Oh, dirt. I put some dirt footage on there. Um, nice. It went up a little bit late because I wasn't here and also I had problems rendering it again. It's been quite annoying recently. 
Anyway, you can watch the video. Time for a computer now. upgrade. No, it's 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 uh, what's it called? Time to get um, an AMD chip. Time to get an AMD Vegas. CPU. Sony Vegas causing me headaches. Oh yeah. All right. AMD. Uh, you can, AMD for life. You can also go to our uh, website, thegapodcast.com. You can uh, listen to old podcast episodes on there. You can check out all the links to things we just talked about. You can go read up some of Jerb's reviews he's done recently. Xbox uh, Series X, PlayStation Five reviews. Um, yep. and more, more to come. Piece. There's a lot. Uh, and that is all thanks to our Patreon members who help keep that site running and this podcast going. You can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring member, help support the show. Thank you to everyone who does that every month. I greatly appreciate your support. And uh, you got anything you'd like to uh, pimp out for this week you've been working on? Um, no. Oh, mate. Stay tuned to IGN. Stay tuned to my Twitter at JobyJojo. Uh I may have a video up on IGN about Destiny. Uh, I have no idea when it's going up. So, yeah. Uh, but that'll be fun. Me and uh, Steph Hex Ben Dixon playing uh, Destiny 2 together. I'm taking her through Europa, it looks like. Okay. Um, so that'll be fun. That should be a, uh, an actually fun. Uh, it'll be fun to shoot. But, uh, yeah, I assume it'll be fun to watch as well. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking fun. I'm the, they said I'm not allowed to swear, so... <laughs> At the very least, it'll be interesting to watch me, uh, yeah, fucking strain my way through what is going to be a, uh, a tough shoot while I desperately try not to swear. I told them we couldn't play The Crucible uh, if I'm not allowed to swear mm. because I can't play The Crucible without swearing, so... And, oh, not just... Not just like, not just your regular swearing. Not just like the ah oh, fuck. No, I I get, I get pretty salty in the Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah, on my uh on my Twitter, I'll I'll tweet that out, I suppose. And uh, actually, on Red Bull, uh, my full Neon Dawn preview, and I've got an interview with um. Fuck, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm about to butcher this man's name. Oh, I'm nervous. To- Tom- Tomo. Oh, Tomo. Tomo. He, that, that is what he goes by. Tom- Tomonori. <laughs> Tomonori Kinoshita. Uh, sorry if I fucked it up, Tomo. But, uh, it's, a, it's a good interview. Uh, anyway. Uh, on Destiny 2. He's the combat lead designer. Um, so we just talked about the the challenges that ICE and ground control posed uh, in, in the game for the combat because it is, you know, primarily a combat game. Right. So, yeah, um, check those out. Awesome. What about you, Luke? Uh, you can find me, twitter.com slash LukeLaurie. Um, or you can go to survivor.com. Uh, they've put a bunch of next gen stuff up there recently. Um, I, I, I think I've got a, a Demon Souls review going up at some stage, hopefully in the next week. Um, codes for that just came through, so see how, how quickly I can get through that game. But um, anyway, yep. that'll be it's one we're probably talking some... about next week, as well as everything else that we've been playing. A whole bunch of other gen. shit. Yep. Yeah, it's getting into it. 
It's getting yes. getting swinging. It just seems like the perfect time for them to send out cyberpunk codes while we're uh, oh, <laughs> busy that, doing this. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, I can see that happening. And we're not allowed to talk about... We can't mention that you got cyberpunk for like three weeks or something. And so we're like, well, <clears throat> not a lot to talk about on this week's podcast. Uh, I can't say why. Week. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All That's right. it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week with more of this podcast. See you then. Bye.